Hey gang, for those of you who enjoy QF, a podcast about Howard Stern, and would like to donate to us just via PayPal, you can using the email address johnnythegreek21 at gmail.com. You can check the link in the description for the spelling, and it's also here on the graphic. And if you'd like to do more in terms of uh, donations or subscriptions, you can use our Patreon account and subscribe via the black kluge level and you can receive our weekly content that we're putting only on patreon it's exclusive for that platform and um anything over five dollars is just gravy guys we love you thank you so much now look i don't want to get into a long explanation that's not what i came here for my audience isn't here to hear to laugh hour and a half i have not taken a break spread the word about serious we do not take commercial breaks that often let's go ahead to randy i don't want to be in a wig and a purse i do that in my personal life i I don't want anybody touching me yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm with you. you sometimes. Like, hey, yeah, but, man, what's up? Yeah, you touch me because like, I, you're paid to touch me. No, I'm not saying I was the biggest stud, but I got mine. And I fucked some pretty good-looking women way before I was Howard Stern on the radio. Fuck off, assholes. The nose I have now is gigantic, and the fact of the matter is, the reason it looks different on Letterman, which I've explained a million times, is that I keep the camera so far back on the e-show, and I only shoot from the right-hand side. You wouldn't turn the children against me, would you? I would try. <laughs> <laughs> you would, too. She's coming and she's fighting on all sides. No, but I'd win that one. If I wouldn't even have to do anything. If you ever did anything to hurt me, they would hate you. I wouldn't hurt you. I just want to go out and have sex with some women. Would- but, Listen, by yeah. the way, considering what I'm going through, I feel horrible that you're smoking my girlfriend went to a movie without your last and, and, and then came home. <laughs> Can I say yeah. something about that, though? And then came home. Let's be honest, though. Uh, you're, when, you're, he, when he was knee-deep in Johnny Walker Blue. Well, the I bachelor think, party. I think yeah, it was but, a good idea for the beginning of it. Yeah, I think you would have you would have been just as weird. If we started the beginning, you'd go, oh, my God, everyone's staring at me. Not me. I love it. I love when people stare at me. He loves to be stared at. <laughs> I love it. Move into Sam's house and get the fuck out of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Fat we'll get beet. We'll get Beetlejuice to pick yeah, out our get fatter. Get fatter. <laughs> We're more of those fucking. <laughs> Beetlejuice will pick out Howard Church. You can live with Sam and blow him. I, th- you can be a little and not only that, baby. There. No, not only that. I, I'm just trying you to need, You up. can't live without a stylist in your no, life. Not what, I don't what know. I'm thinking who would be easier to replace. I'm, and I think Ralph, of course. Yeah, but there's a lot of the guys who picks up your clothes. Chris, could you date Ralph? Would you? No. Would you? You couldn't. Walk. No. Look no. at that smile. He's lying. <laughs> You're lying. Robin, Tell the truth. Could you? Robin, could you Robin, date Ralph? Date Ralph? That's a no. <laughs> right. Oh please. I could. No. We would have the best time, Robin. I, would I couldn't date you. Ralph. Would talk to me. I couldn't date Ralph, but I could fuck him. I'd fuck his brains out. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. If you guys a lot of were, people feel that way. I know Ralph is straight, but all right. Now I understand. All right. I don't understand. It's I can't understand Gordon. Straight place. No guy. Let me just say something about men. No man says gorgeous. Says gorgeous. Really? This restaurant is gorgeous. Okay. Now, you gotta understand something. Guys the don't next, talk that the way. Guy goes, hey, it was a good lunch. And it was sort of. Set well, the sketch. What the controversy was? It was Patrick Swayze, who's you know gorgeous. Welcome everybody back to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm Jim Fix, also known as Fing- Fillmore. Fillmore Fingers, that is. And with me for the breakdown is our usual specialist, Raven. Welcome back, my dear. How are you feeling? Hi, I'm doing great and looking forward to another breakdown with you guys. And uh, we're going to go back to September 20th. And Sam, thank you so much for clipping all these, my dear. It's a uh, We got quite a quite a bit on the menu for today, but we're going to go through it. The fir- first clip, we're just going to play a part portion of it. It's called Big Bustle of Wheat. 
wig. <laughs> There's a lot of hair stuff in this particular day. <laughs> and we, we, it's been a while since we played some, so let's go with it. I, I went over to look at myself in the mirror, kind of pull my hair out and see if my shirt was fitting improperly for the camera. In case you don't know, we do this show on the app, too, so you can see us. But um, anyway, but it makes no sense. It's in the dark, the mirror. <laughs> and so I can't see anything. He's <laughs> probably got sunglasses on. <laughs> I think it makes he perfect sure sense. sure does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He lives in a dungeon bowling alley, and he keeps his sunglasses on. He's got hair in his eyes. His eyes are failing. No it's natural just, light. It's a comedy of errors down there, and yeah. I love it. He must be vitamin D deficit. Like, he must have none in his body whatsoever. I can't imagine, like, the level of depletion and how <laughs> mal malnourished he is. <laughs> I think the, the castaways on Gilligan's Island date better. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, he's got a bad case of scurvy, and it oh. doesn't help, you know, his um, dowager hump and his oh, just his bones are like osteoporosis. Yes, everything, scoliosis, yeah. you name it, <laughs> dysentery. So I was staring at a dark mirror, like it's oh. completely pitch black in here. So I. And I think what happened you're is you're wearing we, dark clothing, your hair is dark. Yeah. So I, I was just like, I think when the guys put the studio together, they were like, well, all the lights are on. Everyone can see everything, but you got to turn all the lights out. <laughs> no, you have to turn all the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> so we'll leave that one there. The next clip, guys, is called New Dinner for One. And we oh. eat, and she looks like an angel, and... I just wear the same thing, but she, you know, she gets dressed up. I, I requested uh, a nude dinner, not me, her, but oh, she's, she's going to be nude by herself. Yeah. And I'll just look at it. But she said, no, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of those things you have to go in on. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's get into the role playing. We've all seen those stupid movies where the girl, like the, the woman, let's say, she wears just the apron and she cooks for the man. That's a, that's hygienic. There's no pH going to be in that fucking food by the end of the meal. <laughs> um, you know, like, uh, okay, it's it's real sexy in the films, but in real life, it kind of sucks ass. So um, what are they going to eat? What are they? What are they going to cook? Who's going to cook? <laughs> what is she going to eat at the table? <laughs> she's got her. She's got her little like super friends bowl with the fucking Lucky Charms in it. That's dinner. Yep, or some chocolate covered almonds, or some gummy bears. Um, I mean, she eats like crap, total shit, pop tarts, yes. just you name it. It's garbage. The stuff, frozen yeah. pizza, just. Ugh. <laughs> She's this is the thing when you were just a real quick question when you um, when you went to when you did post-secondary education, did you actually did you live by yourself? Did you have a roommate? Did you have roommates? Yeah, I had roommates for the first two years. I lived in a single dorm room by myself. Junior year and senior year, we had a townhouse. So there were six of us girls living together. So I had okay. just about every experience you can imagine. Okay, we've discussed this. Your your mother's cooking is, uh, well, we won't talk about your mother's cooking, but you, <laughs> you you did learn to cook. Yes, absolutely. How? Trial and error? Right. I had, you know, 
well, we had a microwave. We had access to a kitchen. Right. So you learn to boil water. You learn to, you know, heat up sauce. You learn how to cook meat, ground meat, just the basics. And then you got like meatballs or some kind of goulash or something. But when they when they used to talk about engagement chicken or turkey meatballs, I get the sense that everything was just pre-bought and re, like thawed out, and all she did was heat shit up, Beth. If anything, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. The, I can't, yeah, can't believe I, it. The the engagement chicken is is like a step by step. She ripped out of what a Cosmo or something. It was a Cosmo, and she ripped out the 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 name of the recipe. <laughs> then he got she got busted by someone who called in. And it's basically one of those all in one. You just throw everything in a in like a big uh, crock, either a crock or a dish, like a a glass dish, Pyrex. Yeah, Pyrex. You throw it in the oven. You cover it up. You cook it. I don't know, forty minutes to an hour yeah, at a, take whatever. Take off the tin foil. And everything is there. It's all yeah. like potatoes, vegetables. It's nothing fancy. It's just it's you throw some proof. basil or some rosemary on it, whatever, to make it fancy, but. Right. My God, they made it sound like it was gourmet, but it's anything <laughs> she was, but. Yeah, she was Jacques Pepin. Uh, I, see, number, I see better gourmet on TikTok. Big time. Uh, number three is called Pishy Runs. And I used to be able to run outside and do four to six miles, sometimes eight miles. Now I can't run anymore for a variety of reasons. <laughs> It started to hurt when I peed from uh, running. It's a whole thing. Yeah, everything you do to try to be healthy now starts to hurt. That's just wild. <laughs> yeah, please. How much do you want to bet he started pissing himself while he was running because he couldn't control his urethra? And he was having like old man slips or he'd fart or shit himself. Oh, yeah. Something, something was going on during the running or he'd have cramps. Well, I mean, fuck's sake, he's 60, he's 68 now. Yeah. And I mean, you start getting into that incontinence thing, like, I don't know when. I mean, my sister was incontinent, I think, in her 40s. And she was not embarrassed at all about it because she's like, well, look, what it, I didn't do it to myself. It wasn't because I took some fucking incontinence pills or I ate incontinence chicken and bam, I got it. So, but he, <laughs> he certainly doesn't want to hear that. But I bet you the number one reason why he can't run anymore is bone related. Oh, right. It goes back again to, you know, his brittle condition <laughs> that he's like, put himself in. He yeah. has not taken good care of himself. So shame on him. That's what he gets. And I'll, t I'll post that question to all the QFers who still run and still jog at various ages. Put in the, you don't have to put your name. I mean, obviously, you don't have to put your personal information. But in the comments, tell us your age, if you're a runner, if you're still running, um, and what when, if you did, when you stopped, that kind of thing. Because I'm curious. I used to run a lot when I was when I weighed a lot less, um, but I was worried after eventually about my joints causing trouble like later on in life. So I'm just curious where where you guys all stand. Because some people will jog until they're fucking nine. Excuse me. <laughs> a lot of times, people that were athletes in their youth lose the ability or their mobility as they get older. And I I know I can speak for that those people because yeah. I played sports all the way through college and then the knees just gave out. So yeah. running wasn't an option, but other things were, and I oh, kept yeah. those going great. Mm -hmm. So also, it, you know, everybody is built differently with different mm -hmm. genetics, but we're talking about a 68 year old man who's been kept as a veal. 
who hasn't done much, who wasn't on a team, who never did sports as a kid, who never really worked out all his joints and muscles. And he still looks like a flabby piece of shit. He never got (laughs) definition. He never, he never was ripped as much as he'll say he was. All he was, was starved, starved from food so that he thought he had a six pack, but those were his ribs. Those were not a six pack. So the, yeah. <laughs> they're they're the bottom of bottle caps. No, what what the uh, the thing was he paid for a trainer. He had money, he had access to people with nutritionists and whatever. And I think in the end whatever they made him do, um uh, even that like the the private parts, the original private parts book with him and the two girls like Tempest, Amy Lynn or whoever, um I think that's not him. I think that's photoshopped. I yeah. think that's someone else as well as the po- movie poster, obviously. But I think it's all photoshopped because he, he could never maintain anything because I think he starved himself his entire life. He just did. They said, you got to eat this. And he refused because he was just afraid of looking fat because that Marfan thing and just weird body dysmorphia. It's just so fucked up. Um, number <laughs> number four. Thank you, Sam. Sorry about my wig today, Robin. <laughs> Who cares? So, yeah, drink. I don't know. I gelled up my hair and did my usual thing. But some days, you know, it's like kind of hit and miss. It's potluck. So I apologize for you having to look at me like this, but nothing I can do about it. I tried my best. You know what I mean? You always look good. Okay. Uh, Number five, I, I, I wear my sunglasses at night. In the dark. I'm wearing sunglasses because whenever I put on regular glasses... I don't know what it is. It just, I look goofy, but if I have the <laughs> shades on, I look a little bit cool. Okay. Well, I was, the- I have a real question here. What kind of fucking idiot doesn't know that you can get prescription sunglasses? Well, he's it's, it's the tint. That's the problem. It's yeah. called, he, he can't see anything. Remember you talked about him going to a movie and watching <laughs> sure. it with his sunglasses and complaining how dark it was. Yeah. Avatar. He doesn't like the clear glasses because then it shows his crazy eyes. Yes, of course. So this is him just being, you know, a big pain in the ass, bitching and yeah. whining. Yeah. But there's different ways around this. There's also contacts, but he's mm-hmm. never gone to contacts. That's never been an option. God forbid. Or um, laser. Yeah, what contacts. about laser surgery? He's never considered that as an option with all that God. money and how good the technology is. These days, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, he's never been honest about what his real problem with, is with his eyes. He may not be; it may not be correctable. And if that's the case, well, okay, he's he's stuck. But at the very least, he could get semi-tinted lenses, and he's he's run the gamut. If you've seen him over the years, he's had some glasses that he wore on the air that were clear; they were fine. And then he's had sunglasses that with a little tint. He could easily compromise, but he just fucking idiot. Um, yeah, there's. There's yeah. some that go dark when you go outside and some that stay clear while you're indoors. Yes. But those aren't an option, I guess, either. I don't know. He's such a <laughs> 79. He needs those fucking Jordy LaForge things. <laughs> <laughs> so number six, I can't see or read, but I look good. In the sunglasses. But it's absurd. A, I can't see. I can't read anything because it's so dark <laughs> in here for my sunglasses. <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing sunglasses in, indoors. I got to come up with a good excuse that I'm light sensitive because uh, like Ratso used go. to do that. Remember Ratso? Yeah. Ratso always Ratso wore sunglasses. Wore glass. He's like a vampire who's light sensitive. 
Mm-hmm. He's somebody that just needs to hide. He he's always hidden behind photoshops or lies or <laughs> you know these big co- oversized coats, yeah. you know, scarves. Like yeah. everything is smoke and mirrors for this guy to make him appear like he's more ripped or more buff or whatever, skinny. I don't know. He wears all black. Yeah. In in the middle of summer and like 100 degree weather, but oh well. He's like the fat guy that, you know, props himself up against a building corner, you know, and then like takes takes a selfie with half his body missing just so you does you know, you don't get the whole dimensions. Right. Except for him, he's never been like a big fat person. It's more like, okay, I'm really ugly. How do I cover this? So the stringy hair, the shitty hair, the uh oversized collars, open shirt, whatever, anything to distract from his face or his body. Um and, and yeah. Yeah, plus you add in all that plastic surgery. So sometimes when he's healing, he's got to hide from that. So who knows if there's makeup going on, the lighting, you know, the hair, the angles, all the microphones and computer right. screens in front of him. Uh, that's that's some uh, that's going to be a good saga when we get into like all the Body superficial stuff, superficial changes he's made to himself over the years, the different oh, yeah. wigs, all fucked the, styles. <laughs> The surgeries, you name it. The clothing, yeah. you the know. The chin, the chin implant is the one that I want definitive kind of evidence of before and after. Like you know, vid, we got video over the years, but then after a certain point, you like, when was the surgery? When did it happen? Is there a difference? When do you, if you think he, and I know you do, think he had chin implants? When do you think that was? AGT years? I think probably I'd have to go back and double check, but I think. Yeah. Post Private Parts movie, pre AGT, that was the first one. I think he's had multiple. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's just one. I think there's at least right. two, possibly three, as like a fix or just a little shaving mm-hmm. because it, it starts to jut out more and more, like that Jay Leno chin. Totally. And at first, you know, he couldn't have anything too obvious like he did with his nose because that was blown mm-hmm. out of the water right away. Yeah. But I think the nose has been fixed or shaved, the Adam's apple, the chin. Uh-huh. I think there's probably injections going on in the cheeks mm-hmm. to pull the skin up a bit so it doesn't okay. all sag because his jowls magically disappeared over the yes. years. Yes. And his whole face is distorted. So if we just took like a recent one and mm-hmm. then one from like – the 80s it would be amazing just yeah and and for that one it would also be like require you know getting like super high definition uh photos of whatever paparazzi shots of him more recently to get an idea of let's say scars like i don't know how many surgical scars you get from some of these surgeries but they have to exist and hence why the stubble covers a lot of that up the stubble for sure Mm -hmm. i just also, maybe we could put it out there that anybody that works in the plastic surgery business. Good idea. Co- you know, contact us in a DM or in the comments. Yeah. If you would like to help track his facial changes over the years mm-hmm. and possibly determine, you know, more better than we can. We're not professionals. That's not my no. area. No. But I think it would be a fun dive to go into. And if there's anyone out there willing to do some of the work on tracking him over the years that would be phenomenal so yeah just it would be i think 
Yeah, I think it would be interesting because we do something about almost every aspect and why not that as well? Because eventually we will go into that whole food thing, you know, him and not just him, but him and Beth as well. And uh, Robin's yo-yo diets. That'll be a fun mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is all that. Yeah. Yes. I go, Ratto, what's with the dark glasses? He goes, oh, I go, I go, you're trying to look good like me. All of a sudden, Ratso sounds like Ray. He goes, yeah. no, no, I am. Um, I'm light sensitive. Very horrible. Very light. I go, oh, okay, sure. Okay. So everybody's lying. All right. Fair enough. Number yep. seven, 79 doesn't do it. Sorry. 79 does nothing for himself. Two aging queens fighting over technology. I remember this one. Yeah, but you don't need to turn it on. Your DVR should automate. You should set it so that it <laughs> records the show. Like you did that. Of course I do. <laughs> you are you don't crazy? Do anything. You want somebody I, to do that. Well, okay. But I, in other words, I have people and so do you. <laughs> Just the, you can, um, you can advance record it. You don't have to go be there that moment. To- <laughs> this is totally like my mother asking me how to work the VCR. <laughs> I love I love it when these two go back and forth. It is so telling of how far gone they are and all the help they need to do just the teeniest little things in life. All of a sudden, my, 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 he's got Ray in his head. I've got my mother going, Johnny, how do we, feel, how do we record the dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, here we go. Record it? No, no, no. I said it. Oh, you did? Okay. And then I forgot that I, you know, it was there because oh. I got oh, I busy see. doing something else. Got it. Oh, Lord. Um, mm-hmm. the, the next clip, um, it, it, this is a topic that also begs a little bit of uh, digging. And Benjamin would be great for this one because he's got such an encyclopedic knowledge of back then as well. Right. But this, one, this clip is called I Started the E Channel and More Lies. Now, if you go back to the E, everybody, it's true that he was a big presence on E. It's not he started it, and certainly he was responsible for their pop- some of their popularity. I think that's the one where I can't disagree with him. Yeah, I got some tape of that. That is hysterical. Everybody should yeah. watch that. <laughs> I'm not too thrilled with what happened to the E-Network. You know, I, I should say we, we started the E-Network. If you remember the E-Network years ago, doesn't matter anyway. All those networks are going away. Can you believe how little TV stations are worth now? If it doesn't matter, then why are you bringing it up? Right. What it is is he wants to go back to his glory days. And again, E Network, the, the big things on E back in the day, like I remember in my teen years, like 16, 15 years old, the talk soup was one. Um, yes. Also, the E News, that was the, the Julie Bowen shit was first and foremost. Then when he started getting in with E, it was like wild on. And Paradise and all these sort of pseudo reality type things that were going on. And um, but there were there were a whole host of shows that were starting Mysteries and Scandals late 90s with the A.J. Benz. I remember that one. Um, So it wasn't like I said, he was but he was part of a collective. You wouldn't say Howard Stern was responsible for their popularity. But when he was popular and if he was on that network, it would have drawn viewers. Absolutely. Yes, and this was at a time where the Girls Gone Wild videos were popular that Joe Francis started. Yep. So it was late night TV where you could kind of have like the blurred out tits and ass. Yeah. And his show at that time fit perfectly. Yes. So it 
became sort of like this late night, just like debauchery, kind of like men, you know, creepy guys jerking it off to young girls they could never yeah. get. And just like, oh, I, I unfortunately was privy to a video in my father's collection of the girls <laughs> gone wild. Rest he in peace, dad. <laughs> but you know what? That man was horny to the grave. So God bless him. He never <laughs> lost his juice. And um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good sign for the family, you know. Yeah. A lot of. Um, yeah. So Wiggy basically jumped on the backs of Joe Francis at the time, who was a heavy advertiser on E! Late at Night. Oh, yeah. And like you said, Tara Dice with um, Tara, Tara. What's Reed. her name? Tara Reed. Tara Reed, yeah. Oh, what a train wreck that was. Oh, that was, but, that one was that was entertaining though because it was all about Licky so hot. And this was her at her zenith. She was the Lindsay yeah. Lohan before there was a Lindsay I Lohan. Was, you just took the words out of my mouth. Thank you so yeah. much. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, but they're both yachters now, anyway, as far as I know. Poor poor things. But uh, right. Yeah. Next clip, guys, is called more more lies number nine. More lies about E Network. I think they might have fired us. Or maybe I. Yeah, I think they decided they? they were going in a different direction or something. <laughs> like a normal direction. <laughs> and they were like, we don't know. You know what it was? They were so lame, the E Network. They had no, no one had it in their home. Right. And as soon as uh, we came on, everyone had a habit. Okay. If he's talking about the early interview show, I believe, I can't remember the exact chronology. We have it in the Colford book. Uh, do you recall this time? Not of, no, see, those were the years where, for me, where high school, well, yeah, high school was, and college was like 87 to 95. Okay. So that's the time period here that we're talking about. 87 is when E started. So I, I kind of lost track of him because those nights I wasn't home on the weekends. I was yeah. lost in the universe somewhere. Well, well well, okay, so like I can uh, hold on, just hold on one sec. I'm going to check this out, guys. We did a little research on the fly just to check about what he was talking about because, as we were saying, there's the E interview show which only lasted a year from '92 to '93, and those episodes can be seen on YouTube. A lot of them, anyway. They're just they're pretty cringeworthy, um, like most of his TV appearances. But then he had his E show that ran from. 94 to 2005 and mid 2005 July 5th or so is the last episode and around that time he starts talking about it but he was dumped by E in the six months leading up to going to Sirius right. five months and so we looked it up and here are the shows that they basically started in 2005 <laughs> E Hollywood Hold'em the Entertainer starring Wayne Newton, Fight for Fame, Filthy Rich Cattle Drive, The Gastineau Girls. I don't remember that. Uh, oh, the, that's yeah. uh, Kim Kardashian was a friend of the Gast, uh, one of the Gastineau Girls who was okay. her dad was a football player. I figured they were Mark Gastineau's kids, but I had no. <laughs> Jesus, that's awful. Yeah. He, Mark Gastineau appeared on Dick Cavett with with Howard. He was a fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was really gru that was really gruesome. The girls next door, that was the Playboy one with Hef's girlfriends, Kill Reality, Party at the Palms, Paradise, and Paradise we just mentioned before. So clearly they had they had them re replacements lined up. Right. That fulfilled the TNA part of the late night show where, you know, guys could still get off to hot girls and mm -hmm. Howard would seamlessly not be missed. 
Well, he was getting phased out because the following year, 2006, when he goes to Sirius, then all of a sudden E starts getting a lot bigger. So the Simple Life, the Nicole Richie in uh, Paris Hilton one, that was huge. Right. And that that debuted. Child Star, Child Star Confidential, Seven Deadly Hollywood Sins, House of Carters. I remember that was pretty big for, for a, a heartbeat. Uh, the Daily Ten, Love Ride. And then Chelsea Lately, the Chelsea fucking handler bullshit from 2007. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians was massive. It only ended right. a few years ago, didn't it? Or two years ago, even? For some reason, I think they did uh, 20 years, which would bring us... No, they yep. didn't do 20. They did 20, 20 seasons. Well, that would be 2027. Are you time traveling that I don't I'm know not about? Keeping up with the Kardashians, 2007 to 2021, June 20th. They just finished last uh, last summer. That's 15 years. It says 20 seasons. So uh, there must have been uh, some. I don't know how they're counting that. But either way. Uh, okay. Picture, da, 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 e, yep. Season one to two. 2000. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if may, maybe what happened was they they tied up a bunch of seasons because there were only so many uh, episodes. And then they made they combined them so that two seasons was actually one one year. You know what I mean? Maybe it was three every two years. Who knows? Something like something like that. Because the, the way they film those is not the same as they would film like a regular sitcom or what have you. So either way, here's a clip. Right. We don't have we, we could play the clip, but we're not going to. Uh, I do have it, but we're going to go into it. 72205. This is summer. After the break, Howard played blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, Howard talked about how his E! show came to an end recently. Robin Radzinski held a goodbye party last night, but Howard didn't want to celebrate that it was gone. <laughs> 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 he said that he had some he, he said he had something else going on that night but Redzinski kept it on the same night. He didn't think that uh he said he didn't think that it was all that positive and he didn't want to celebrate it. And he'll be talking about his departure from E in a couple weeks. He also said that it's not the end for them cuz he may be back but maybe not on E but they'll be back. <laughs> so that's obviously, <laughs> you know, he got dumped by the network. Such a king baby. Yeah. Could not handle losing that income stream and no. those marbles. So no. what does he do? He takes his marbles and he goes home. And hires the E-crew to work for him. Uh, a lot of them right. anyway. They they left to go with and they unser unceremoniously dumped them after seven years. Mm -hmm. So loyalty is not high on his uh, you know, on his you know, fucking astrology chart. Um let's play the rest of that clip out. So they 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 basically Went from like being on in 50 something percent of the country to like 90 percent of the country using us. The, na the nature of shows, King Baby, you fucking idiot, is that you have a rise and fall. You have a shelf life and then they move on because they want to change the lineup. The other thing is, if you become too big for a network or if you become too expensive or too much of a hassle, they know right. they can replace you. So. Um, and they'll go with other the quality. And if they want TNA, they don't need to put up with your shit. They can just hire people for cheaper and yes. get away with it. So sure. that's key. So number 10, Wig Tardo doesn't know where he is and will fail an IQ test. It's literally <laughs> right and a left. But when I have to reverse it is when I get into trouble. And she goes, okay, let's see if you can get home. And then I, I, I inevitably make the wrong turn. And she goes, you're kidding me, right? You're just putting, and I go, yes, I was joking. 
And she goes, well, swear on the life of Bianca. You were joking. Bianca was our dog. And I yeah. go, I'm not going to do that. And then she goes, oh, my <laughs> God, you really were. Lo- you have no idea where you are. I go, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> do you know anybody with this bad uh, skills of direction, bad set of direction ability? Only my children, because they're on their phones all the time, and they didn't realize all the places I was driving them around to half the time. Yeah. But once my son got his driver's license, then it was like, okay, he's he's like, I can name these roads. Yeah. So he learned. And yeah. that was at 16. He became <laughs> aware of himself, not wow. knowing stuff. Yeah. So different than what we, we, we like, we knew every street, we were memorized it like, like it was the Torah growing up, like who, cause you had friends lived all over town. So you kind of had yeah. to. And I would have to ride to half my friend's houses on my bike if I wanted to get there. So I knew every shortcut. I knew all the back roads, but you everything. also need, yeah, you need to know the stores, like the corner stores, if you needed to get something, because there wasn't a a Seven Eleven just anywhere. Sometimes it was mom and pop stores back in the day. Um, it, it's you know, it's uh, it's funny. <laughs> He's such a hapless piece of shit. Such a feel. It's like I think I I'm an idiot. It was one time we were walking back to the station. I got lost. That we worked at every day. <laughs> and we were standing across the street from the building. Yeah. And I said, Howard, do you know where you are? <laughs> I'm telling you. But <laughs> do you, you think? Said, no. I- okay. So here's the thing. He, it's, it's, I'm not going to, you can't, you can't blame that on bad vision. He's just literally a dumb fuck. Who doesn't give a shit. Yes. He, he knows that everyone is going to handle him and get him where he has to be. Right. He doesn't care to learn. It's yes. too much. He's handled. <laughs> it's like, what, what is that movie? I think it was called Lucy with, um, uh, I liked it actually. It was a Luc Besson film with uh, Scarlett Johansson where she takes some drug and it enhances her brain capacity so that she can like, you know, do like, she can get superpowers basically. Her, her brain function increases. His, <laughs> this would be the opposite. <laughs> Lucy. And he reduces his brain function after taking something. Yeah, it becomes mushy. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, same thing with Limitless. He did the same thing where he took a pill and his brain becomes like super developed. And Wiggy is like the Benjamin Button of brains. Yes. You know, he he goes from (laughs) old to young. (laughs) Now, they do say as you get older, I mean, you you lose some brain cells, but I mean, it's not like he's stuck. It's not like he's stuttering John and he's been drinking, you know, for the last 50 years and that's why his brain's gone. It's because he's, it was never that big to begin with. And then it's only getting smaller. Yeah. And he's, he's watching like the, the lowest IQ TV possible. So big, big time. That's not help. That, he's not, you're not challenging your brain. Yeah, exactly. He, he's not doing crosswords. He, he no. tells you he might play a chess game here or there until he gets his ass beat. And then he. You know, throws the board across the room and then that's it. So, you know, he's just like that gif with the guys playing with the Roomba and the Roomba just collapses all the pieces. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I won't take an IQ test. I'm pretty sure whatever that (laughs) aptitude is that you have to have to get back home and to have some sort of sense of direction that I have none. So like even if I do well in English or. Or sort of, uh, you know, like like common sense. Uh-huh. Once I get to the portion where you kind of have to find your direction, which I'm sure there are questions like that. Are there questions on an IQ test about no. how to get down the street? I don't remember that. 
No. He's By not. the way, the reason why he doesn't take an IQ test is because he's had his IQ tested and he knows it's all it's low. And he said it on the air. I don't know why he's going on about it. Let me just repeat this for anybody who wonders why we call him a 79. It's because he yeah. got an 850 on his SAT. <laughs> and the 850 translates to a 79 IQ range. All right. So <laughs> 80, 850, 850, like you get 700 no matter what. And most people, you know, come away with like a nine, nine something or yeah. 10 something. But this is, this is our billionaire yeah. who has fallen into grace, uh, greatness with money and for no reason other than he knew the right people. He did the right, he stole the right things. Yes. And he had the right people around him. Right. And the Internet and the Internet wasn't around to prove he was full of shit. So now that none of those people are around him and he's all on his own, especially during the pandemic, you know, by himself in his house where he won't allow people in to help him produce mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're seeing the true 850 or 79 <laughs> come through. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I was going to say that. Recently on Twitter, I posted about basically it was our Colf, one of our Colford episodes and uh, Carol Chinet, Cheney, she um, retweeted something I posted, maybe just a link. And um, I mentioned about how, you know, he won't admit the, it, it was something along the lines of he won't admit the his influences, which is something most people would do. And I said, well, he, you know, he stole from Alex Bennett and Bob Grant and Steve Dahl liked the comment. So, wow. uh, and I love remember it. thinking, I'd love to get Steve Dahl as an interview. So if you're out there, Steve, and you're listening, let us know, because I also was, I, what I really was looking for was the uh, original calls Steve Dahl made at the Bijou that Howard ripped off. And I have yes. now, thankfully, thanks to, uh, one of our buddies on Patreon, I have access to that, uh, memory lane stuff and, uh, even older clips. And one of those includes the calls to the Bijou that he made, which was a complete ripoff. Um, let's see the next one. Number 11. I must be a genius though, Robin. Yeah. I'm just like, maybe I'm a genius and I have, all I see is big picture kind of things. Like <laughs> I painted yesterday and I realized, look, I'm painting here on a pretty high level. Yeah. And, and half <laughs> kindergarten students paint. Are they geniuses? If you put a bunch of paint on kids' hands and tell them to touch the paper, they're now officially painting. No, but he is cheating. He's cheating yes. at his artwork. So we He's can't tracing. count any of this. No. Please, please uh, keep going. Most people can't do that. So I must be somewhat intelligent. So I can't. So I can't. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just so filled with ideas. I mean, a lot of the day I'm thinking about. <laughs> you want to go through it. <laughs> I'm sorry. The more the more you say a lie, the more you're going to believe it. So that's yeah. why he keeps telling us all these painting concepts and ideas. Sure. But yet those paintings are like three inches by three inches, mm -hmm. six by six at most. Okay. Or the concept of him, he has painting coaches, tutors. But he, there's so many ways to cheat around this nowadays, oh, but course. nobody calls him on it. He has to post pictures of himself with tons of paint out and like just you know fiddling around with a painting like he's done all the work and now it's just oh i'm just gonna touch this up right but it's such bullshit and he always 
always has lied to us. So why would we believe him now? Yes. What we're looking for is the TikTok video or whatever app would allow you to stream live and then replay the video um, that you can see him doing it from scratch. Right. Until we see one of those videos without, you know, and and showing him with a, you know, sketch like a sketch pencil or whatever, whatever he's using that particular day. We're always going to believe that he's full of shit because that's what he does best. Lie. Yeah, I haven't seen any proof. Yeah. And we've we've uncovered there are apps now that are like projectors so that you can you can add a little attachment to your phone and then they almost basic they basically project the image you want to uh, draw into onto the let's say the table and then you put your paper there and literally just you know trace as if you have that uh, that onion skin paper over the picture like we used to do sometimes as kids and uh i mean there's no the concept is the same and you think he's beyond that you think he's not you think he's above <laughs> fucking cheating <laughs> oh my god he probably needs a cheating tutor for the app <laughs> yeah is all i'm saying yeah the radio show and what i'm going to talk about so yeah, I guess you're not observing anything that's outside of, you know, what you're thinking, because the building we worked in was a pretty iconic building. It had a, a special look. And I was like, yeah. he doesn't recognize that building. I know when we went to Sirius, I was shocked to see that we were across the street from Radio City Music Hall. I didn't know the yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> and, oh, he lived in New York how many years? Doesn't know anything. He's been around New York City his whole life. Pretty much. His dad brought him into the city. Nothing took. Nothing stayed in that pea brain of his. Oh, yeah. And can you imagine? I mean, like, okay, yes, New York changes. Like, stores change. They come and go. Like, signs change. You know, labels alter and what have you. That's fine. I'm not talking about that. But blocks don't change. Generally, stuff stays up. And, um, I mean, it, you would, you find landmarks. That's how you get around. And this fucking idiot, this no mind has no sense of direction. That's, I'm sorry. That ain't just, th- that's brains. Go ahead. It's all because he keeps everything about himself. Nothing yeah. is outward. It's all inward. Yeah. So it's, you know, listen to me or look at what I'm doing, but it's not, Hey, look at that. Yes. Oh, what's that? Right. Dad. Cause he's not, what? cause he's not interested in that. Nothing. <laughs> Why do I have to know where I'm going? And uh, <laughs> I mean, I should. But have that known was that. the thing. We were at a corner where Radio City Music Hall was right there, and our building was right across from it. And I said, "Do you know where you are?" And you said, "No." No, no. In fact, when I started working at America's Got Talent, they moved it to Radio City Music Hall, and I wasn't sure how to get from our building over there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm I'm dying to find the clip I found. I had it years ago and I know I, I still have it somewhere. But Robin said she was in a car with him and he was driving and he started crying because he couldn't he didn't know where he was going. <laughs> uh, okay, so next clip. Sirius doesn't give a shit about Grandpa Stern's ideas. In a meeting and I said, um I, I don't th- I don't think management cares about my ideas. Because uh, I have good ideas, I think. Maybe I'm just a pain in the ass, but I was like, the other day, I was on Beth's Instagram. And um, we had a cat that we loved. And we said, you know, let's let's broadcast live. So on Instagram, you hit a button, you're broadcasting live to your followers. It's already been invented. I said, on the app, 
I'd rather go on Sirius's app and do that kind of thing than <laughs> never. <laughs> Not the 360 app that never never existed. Now I want to give uh, kudos to a one of our QFers. Just one moment. So I want to give a shout out to Michael McStrick on our Facebook group and also QF loyal QFer, who's been in touch with me about specifically the advertising Sirius XM has been doing the last little while, and I'll include a screenshot. He sent a he sent me a picture of a brochure. I can't remember if he was renting a car or um, buying a new car, but either way, the picture in question it was a Sirius XM uh, trial thing, platinum plan. Uh, okay, so the first picture is Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin uh, Hart. Second one is Hoda and oh, Gail, Gail King. It's not no Hoda's on the right. I can't. The girl on the left, I know her from the Today Show. Okay. She's been around forever. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. But then Carrie Hi, Underwood we, is the next. Carrie Underwood. Then you got then U2. U2, Dua Lipa, or whatever her name is. Oh, no. no Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Jesus is, yeah. yeah. It's and either then her MLB. or Sweetie. And it then is, the MLB yeah. radio. That's right. Okay. So that was that one. And, it's, and I asked him, let's be certain that it's not a legal thing, that they can't advertise stern on a, a trial package if he they don't actually get him because that's false True. advertising and people would get in shit and he's and he, he looked and the platinum package is supposed to include stern when he opened the thing there's stern the first on the left on the insert but in but why not on the front page unless you know that that's not one of the things that's going to draw people. And they do know. They have the metrics. They know he's not pulling yes. in any new listeners, and he's barely pulling in any old ones. So recently, he gave me a screen cap of this reminder of an email. Confirm your email, and you've got three months free service on the SiriusXM app, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know. And then in this one, again, Kevin Hart, left to right. Kevin Hart, LOL Radio, Dua Lipa on SiriusXM hits. Uh, Marin Morris on the highway. I don't know who the fuck that is, but I'm just sure just another singer, you know, yeah. country singer, I guess. Mad Dog Sports Radio and U2 on the far right. So again, and I looked into the platinum whatever bullshit thing where and it shows you uh, if you go to the website, it gives you a list of channels, Pandora stations based on artists. So because they did buy Pandora a while back. Serious yep. XM video, whatever that is, archives, including access to the exclusive Howard Stern video library. But again, he's not featured first. He's featured like almost as a like an add-on, right? Yeah, he's he's number four. <laughs> yes. Right right before Andy Cohen. That's right. And it's saying podcasts and archive shows, but you have to remember <laughs> those shows go away. Well, I've yeah. noticed that they only keep up the last four months. So right. you can't go back more than four months. So you're saying there's no way you're getting at, let's say, 2009? No, of course not. You you can go back just this year for four months, and they expire. If you don't watch them mm -hmm. while they're up, it'll say expiring soon. Wow. He he leads people to believe that you can watch the whole show live and you cannot No, all you're getting are clips. Yes. The same thing they post on YouTube, which is free mm -hmm. or the same clips on there. And now there might be a couple other things like you can see Richard and Sal, some dumbass old stuff of their ass yeah. and Dick, but right. that's blurred out. It's you're, you're not seeing all of it. And honestly, 
<laughs> do we really want to go back and look at that stuff? I, no. Well, if there's old Beetlejuice stuff, yeah, maybe. Sure. Well, they had a, they had access to those older shows, and they did highlight them sometimes and show them on Howard TV um, when they wanted certain you know, look back at the past weeks and, you know, look at back at past episodes, whatever re just bringing it back. Cause people wanted to see it. But the only reason to not offer older shows is because they don't want people like being able to listen to all that nasty stuff. And it's way easier to just yep. close access than to edit all that old shit. Again, it's like, they're the laziest worst run corporation ever. Yeah. So, God forbid you give access to your fans or your your subscribers stuff that you have for the next however many years until what twenty twenty seven. Well, you even, own his catalog. Yeah, well, but even you on won't the, give it to us, so we even can't on, get what we want. Sorry, even on the um, Howard Stern Hey Now page which is which is funny because there's still people like devoted to him which i find fascinating um it's it's um there are people that constantly i see the same comment every so often from different people if only they would just offer um the old shows on the channel i would pay more for it i would pay an extra something to see those things again because a lot of those people look not everybody has the knowledge to go look up our like torrents and shit like that and download like I do. And I get that. That's that. I'm not, not pissing on that, but if there's a market there, why not take advantage of that? Because he doesn't, the reason why is he doesn't want to get Rogan. <laughs> what Rogan is going through right now, yeah. he could, he could easily happen if he was still relevant, but it's not going to happen because well, he isn't. That's my only takeaway. Uh, well, even some of his recent stuff is questionable. Honestly. Sure. The Ching Chong but, stuff, for example. Yeah. And, yeah. and the stuff he has his staff talking about or doing. And like when George Takai had the naked choir in or he was feeling up Jason Ellis. Things yes. like that are not okay nowadays. Oh, God, no. And they know that. So it's <laughs> it's been scrubbed and, well, you're going to pay top dollar for nothing. Big to, bag yes. of fucking nothing. To the point now where if you want some of those shows, like some of those old Howard TV shows, you have to go on like Pornhub, which is where a lot of them end up. Like a lot of them Sadly, get uploaded yeah. to whatever jizzmonster.com or whatever the fuck, whatever they're called. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see my namesake, where I got my name from, the original uh, yeah, Raven, Raven Alexis, Alexis, who was a yeah. porn star. Yeah. Yeah. She rides the Sibian with Dave Lambert, the creator. That's all on there. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm not her, guys. Stop asking. <laughs> Stop texting me. I'm not her. I only stole the name because we get the poison out here, and that was a tagline from that bit. So that's yeah, see, why I stole it. You know what the problem is? You're you're still alive. Jim Fix is dead. So I I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get anyone asking me about <laughs> joint pain and the proper trainers and shit. Give it to give content to Instagram. Right. I said, how come I can't hit a button? And just start broadcasting from my house with a camera. So I think Sirius should have that ability. That's the thing I'm pushing for in the company. This fucking idiot. Yeah. Fucking. He's such a coward. Howard yeah. the coward. Yeah. Right. People come after him. People die over the weekend. He could easily pop on and do a show. 
yeah. and send out a bat signal on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Send out. He could get Twitter. notifications put on Sirius for people who are subscribed to Howard. Yes. You could sign up for notifications to him if he was going to do that shit, but he's not. He lied about all this stuff that he wants yeah. to do it. No fucking way. You think he wants to be woken up at 8 p.m. in the evening to come on the radio and talk about Bob Saget dying or Norm MacDonald? No fucking way. Nope. That man is paid for certain times and those times only. And we're never going to get more. We're only going to get less as time goes on, which, hey, I'm kind of all in favor of at this point. Mm -hmm. But last year he did 97 shows. And Mm -hmm. up until then he had been doing 112. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm curious to see if we're even going to hit 97. I'm thinking it might be 87 this year. We'll uh, see. You, okay, let's see. <laughs> Maybe it'll be 79. So let's continue. They respond in any way? Mm. Nobody cares. I mean, <laughs> they care about a lot of stuff, but they don't care about me. I mean, they, they care about me, but they don't care about my my <laughs> idea. Just don't give us your ideas. Is that what that yeah, be think- here, but don't give us your ideas. It's like, you know what, Stern, just concentrate on your radio show. Don't worry about the technology. Jesus, you'd be, they'd be grateful if he would for a moment concentrate on his show. And yeah. in fact, they, they, the other thing is they know that any the only thing he's good for, number one, is stealing ideas. And second of all, it's not like they're, they're, he's going to dip into his pocket to make his show better, saying, let me commission the app or let's make one, whatever. Remember Howard 360? Never happened. Whale Rock, nope. all bullshit. He announced it. It was well after Howard TV was off the air and they decided, oh, OK, well, this isn't worth it because no one's actually going to pay to see your fucking ass. And when they do see you on video, you're covered by a monitor or two monitors and a microphone. What are they seeing? There's no point anymore. They the naked well men's st- choir. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well start putting like filters on, like, you know, the glaze that they can do or the smoky yeah. stuff in the background. They sure. might as well put that on him because or just put a curtain in front of his fucking face. <laughs> VHS glitch glitch. <laughs> That's such stupidity. I don't understand the news, Robin, is the next clip. MSNBC in the morning, but I've got this thing called Sling TV. Yep. Do you have Oh that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the yeah. the logo there. I could get it if I wanted it. Why do you awesome. use Sling? I don't know. Records a bunch of shows I like and it's I'm right on my iPhone and I can just sit there and eat my yogurt and do you remember the old days, the beginning of Sirius, when they were still selling stilettos? And he was, he would say, they get pissed off when I mention the iPhone. <laughs> he goes, they gave me one to listen to the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even give their own product to listen back to their own shit. No. <laughs> what an indictment of your own fucking company. Watch uh, MSNBC. Now you're saying, yeah, but I could do that on my TV. But it's just simple because I have it with me on my iPhone. I don't have to turn the TV on. I don't have to hear Beth going, oh, it's so loud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I use it's a nice. couple of apps because I want to hear the national news yeah. from, you know, all these streaming services. So I have a few that I watch. This is our fantabulous newswoman who has all these news apps, but never gives us any accurate news when she does bring up anything. Yeah, which so, isn't really often. She- I mean, she gets half the shit wrong. And then other stuff, she's like, what? I didn't hear about that. How did that happen? Yeah. This clip is called Name Drop for Netflix, and it's all about Sarandos, the guy who will not give him his own show, no matter how much he claims he doesn't want one. But Norm was a, Norm was just a monster. 
uh, Ted Sarandos, little name drop, of Netflix. <laughs> Everybody wants to be friends with Ted Sarandos. Well, of course, uh, but, including you, yeah. you who invited him to the birthday show and wanted him to pick it up based on that. And then maybe a new video service, but it didn't work out because no one fucking gave a shit. Asshole. But somehow Ted got his photo, uh, Wiggy's photo hung up in his office. That part I don't get signed photo. I think he just literally received it from it was a Marcy thing. Let's autograph a thing. Put it behind. Let's pay five hundred bucks. Have it framed. Send it to his office. However much that costs, and make him think he's a big shit. And then How he, funny. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm sorry to interrupt. How no funny would it be, like, if Ted took that picture and then immediately took it down and like threw it in a dumpster out back on fire, <laughs> or he had a shredder? Was like, okay, <laughs> like next photo. Yeah. <laughs> well. He like and, and that that someone has asked, will you ever do that show? And I'm like, no, it's four hours. It's a big fucking waste of time. Uh, there's segments of it that might be worth going over, but it's such a piece of shit. And the other thing is, we, like Weinstein is in that audience. <laughs> there's a couple cutaway shots yeah, of Weinstein. Matt Lauer. There's a Matt bunch Lauer. of degenerates that attended oh, totally. that that yeah. we could pick apart. And then there's always, you know, Beth getting drunk. Right. The way that she looks at Marcy when Howard shouts out Marcy at the end. Right. The, there, there are some things. And there's great photos of Beef hanging on Steven Tyler, uh, Bon Jovi, different people during the show. I don't know if Bon Jovi was at that one. I might be confusing the Rock and Roll. No, it was, it was like, uh, well, because like, Rob Zombie's band was there. But um, one of my favorite was, I believe it was Steven Tyler who posted the picture on Twitter of him, Rob Zombie, Howard you know, um, Joe Perry or whoever the fuck was on there. Like whoever was at the party that was musicians basically. And Beth's was, Beth was cut out. But when yeah, Beth yeah. posted it, she That's put right. a picture back in and like so it, right. she decided she wanted to be in it. So I, I love that, that aspect of it. It's fucking just transparent as shit. I know how to, I know how to play Ted Sarandos. I don't uh, bother him at all. He writes me. <laughs> and I barely write back. If I write back to him, I write like one sentence. Because everybody's sucking his balls to try to get a deal with Netflix. Like you did. And this ties into an episode I just covered with, with uh, Deborah on Patreon about Ron Zimmerman, who was a producer, actor, writer, all kinds of things, where he said he Howard Stern cut him off email-wise when he told him, why don't you just ask me once in a while how I'm doing? And right. he said he would respond. When, he, when Howard would respond in an email, it was literally one sentence. And I'm thinking it's because he doesn't want anything to come back at him. If he says anything, divulges anything, gives anything, that's one thing. The other thing is he's afraid he does not creative. It's not going to be funny. So he just gives as little as possible every time to whoever it is. Right. He's just keeping that contact in case he needs it if they become relevant in the future. Bingo. Yep. And I don't care if I have a deal with Netflix, Netflix so I'm not looking for anything from him. I'm probably the only right. guy in his life. When he writes to you, he knows he doesn't get anything back. Like, hold on. Did he not just say a few years back when Chris Rock signed to do those specials for like tens of millions of dollars post-divorce on Netflix? And he's like, where's my Netflix deal? Right. <laughs> I wish never. I I'll have to bring that up next time. Oh, by not the way, happening. I have this project. Yeah, yeah. He's never going to get pitched by me. <laughs> it's like, Ted, you want to do business with me? Fine. But, you know, come up with something. I'm, what the fuck would you give him? Just out of curiosity, Raven, you're Ted Sarandos. What do you use him for? 
uh, wig Nothing. plugs, uh, hair systems, cat spackle, of the future. Yeah, I no, I got nothing. Nothing. Me neither. Zero. Yeah. Or Ted. Like even his wife pitches him because I saw Ted had a um, they had a documentary on there about his wife's uh, father. Uh huh. His uh, her father, huh? Ted's wife's father was the Godfather of Harlem or something like that. Do you know what? You, have, you know that special Godfather of Harlem or something? Maybe it was interesting enough. I have no idea. My wife gets Netflix. I don't bother watching any of it. I have Netflix. Never watched that. But yeah. I just know that this is him star fucking. It's him name dropping. Yep. And yeah, they didn't buy the birthday show. There, there's nothing. He hasn't. Yep. He's done zilch mm -hmm. as far as creativity. Or breaking new barriers. Nothing. No. It's the same old retread that we always get. And we're all like, is this a repeat? Is this pre-recorded? Why is Chris Wilding carrying the whole show? Why Why is there nothing new and fr hot and fresh, as Kayla would call it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Please. Next one is called Howard and Robin Memory Wiped and Horrible Conversation Flow. So, you know. I pretend to forget where he works. I'm like, what is your company again? Hulu? <laughs> but Ted wrote me about Norm. He really liked Norm. Netflix had a Norm talk show for a while. I don't know what happened to it, but he goes, my favorite moment was Norm got in trouble. I think like on The View or one of those shows. <laughs> he came on our show to explain it and then he got in more trouble. Oh, no. No, he got in trouble on your show and then went on The View to explain it. You fucking idiot. Remember that? <laughs> no, that's, uh, that. Uh, do you think that's him deliberately trying to brush the blame away from him himself? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Has left my memory. What did he do? He, what the fuck did he do again? Wait. <laughs> oh, Ted's father-in-law is the Black Godfather. That's his name. Okay, so you're talking about Norm. And then you go back to Ted Sarando's father, <laughs> you fucking idiot, because you don't want because right there in the middle of it, uh, I originally thought that was organic. It, no, he was a 79. He really didn't remember the order. Then it came. He must have got a note on the computer saying, yep. don't bring it up. Go veer off course because you're going to bring it back to he was on your show when he said Down syndrome. Staff totally got a hold yep. of him at that point and was like, yep. nope. You can't no. talk about this. Just go down, derail. go down another road, go down the brown road, which is what happened. 16. I want to see everyone naked. One time. Uh, well, it's it was amazing to me. You want to see everyone naked. I do. I do. <laughs> you know, what I want to see naked right now. And this Ooh. is going to be weird. I want to see Rebel Wilson naked. Because she's, she's, she's lost weight. I and, love uh, weight loss. And she, he wants to rip her apart and be like, oh, look at her saggy skin. Look at um, this is deformed. That's deformed. Like on mm -hmm. the thousand pound sisters, how, yes. you know, they are just train wrecks as yeah. far as, you know, living. And Rebel Wilson, yeah, she did weight loss and claims to have done it naturally. But there's also stories in the gossip pages that it's all lipo and same She's with like Adele. Adele. Yep. Oh, see, we're we're right on track. The thing is, though, he doesn't care if it's lipo or not, because to him, it's all an experiment. He wants to see what would happen if he got lipo and how it would look on him. 
Mm-hmm. You got to remember, everything comes back to him. So seeing people who have lost weight, he kind of wants to see what's going to happen to him. Also, like, we're pretty sure Beefus gets lipo done on parts of her or or she's bulimic or anorexic. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure which road that one is. It's just she's definitely a hot mess of oh, yeah. body oh, yeah. dysmorphia, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to skip the next clip because I think it's a dupe. Uh, but the next one is I want to see Jen Psaki nude. Robin's clueless. And um, yes, um, Dino, uh, I believe she is part Greek. I think she's got a grandfather who's Greek, but she's a ginger. So I'm oh, just- I want to see naked Jen Psaki. She's a ginger, so that's that's from that's not the Greek side, guys. I can tell you that much. Jen Psaki, who's that? She's the new uh, Biden's press secretary. I think she's hot, and I thought I was oh, the only really? one. I know that name. I was like, she's not an actress. You know why you don't recognize it? it's Jen Psaki, but there's silent P up front. It's a weird name. It's uh, like if I it's like if I spell my name Howard <laughs> Howard P S T E R N. And but I was it was probably diminutive. It was given like did they made a diminutive of the the surname because it was if right. it was from the grandfather's side it was probably like Psalmakis or something like that. They decided okay, fine, we're gonna we're gonna it's like Papas. There's no Greek name Papas. <laughs> there's no Greek yeah. really named Papas, guys. I'm sorry to inform you. It's probably Papa Christoulopoulos or some shit. Next clip is about Chris Rock and Rick Rubin maybe finding Wiggy a killjoy. Um, yeah. Drink. So was that it with the Chris Rock uh, statement? Yeah, basically. I hope he's okay. Great guy. Yeah. I have a weird relationship with Chris. We, I mean, not weird. It's fine. I, I um, weird. He likes on our show. Which is it? Great. I love having him on. I wish he'd, he'd come on more often, but because we're fucking stuck for content, I'd have him on every week. But he tries um, to parcel it out. He doesn't want to wear out his welcome. Yeah, a lot of comedians are like, you know, I, you know, I like to be prepared. I, I, I would just like him to come on and just talk because I've had just conversations. Hang. I've had conversations with him off the air, and it's just entertaining as hell. I mean, when he's just thinking and just talking. Mm-hmm. He's got that kind of mind. But um, now he, he, when he says shit like that, I would love to have Bond all the time once a week. Of course he would, because he has no fucking content left. There's nothing he can do anymore. But what person would want to hear Chris Rock every fucking week? I guess if he was going to be a guest chair for a week, it might be interesting if there was like if they were going to talk about current stuff that was relevant yes. in the news. Yeah, yeah I would Mike. love to hear his take on stuff. But I if see. they're going to go politics and COVID, no, I don't yeah. want it. I, I don't want another Hollywood point of view on any of that shit. Yeah. I want real comedy, like dumb stories. Yeah. I don't necessarily want like a bunch Dick. of Karen stories, Dick which is all that Bowie seems to know how to do. Yeah. But if they were able to incorporate some sports, some, I don't know, just dumb stuff that people are caught saying in the world, maybe. But if he had... If you had something, you know, some funny takes on things, that might be good. I would love yeah. to have Chappelle for a week as a guest host. Oh, God, he'd be great. Hey, well, but, I mean, he, he would be good. He personally would be good. But on that show, oh, God, I don't even know what they talk about because Chappelle's something. He, he's very observant about the world around him. Way you know, he's he got could, this tunnel vision. If he would come on and talk about, like, Kanye, Pete Davidson, and Kim and yeah. what's going on there. Pat Oswald, that might be that interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, totally. there's there are things to talk about, but we don't seem to get them on this show. Nope. 
But I think we, you know, whenever we see each other, and it's not often, but I saw him at the at a party or something, and we gravitate to one another right away. Yeah. Yeah, we always want to see each other and talk to each other, but then for some reason we never get together. Or he came over <laughs> my apartment years ago. I wonder why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we'll leave that. We'll leave that there for the for the next little bit. Talent agent voice is back talking trans. Now we haven't heard him do the talent agent voice in quite a while, and it's basically a shittier version of his version of uh, Johnny Frado. So let's. It's a real short clip. It's Melissa. They're all talking about Hunter Schaefer because he's got a decent, she's got a decent rating on um, Mr. Skin. <laughs> Way to fuck it up. <laughs> two stars. First, two stars. Mm-hmm. First, you get the creeps, then you get the Emmys, darling. That's my <laughs> motto. Oh, I can't fucking take that. His voice is, any of his impressions are shit. All right. So, again, he's the oldest teenager. Right. Yep. yep. He's talking about Hunter Schaefer, who I now know is in Euphoria, which mm-hmm. is a show with Zendaya and some other young people. My oldest child is watching this show. He's 17. Mm-hmm. And he told me, don't let the 12 year old watch it because of all the sex stuff. Sure. And it's gay. It's trans. It's a lot of, you know, explicit oral sex i guess you could say and other stuff i don't know i only caught one episode okay and apparently i spoiled it for him but i'm sorry i was just doing research (laughs) he asked me what i saw and i'm like you're not gonna want to know he's like no tell me and i told him i'm like yeah so i i can now add this to the list of tv shows that wiggy has watched and i'm pretty sure he watches about two thousand hours of tv a year Yeah. Or videos or whatever, what have you. And that equates to the average work week for a person doing like an eight-hour work week mm-hmm. for 50 weeks. And that's with two weeks of vacation added in. Right. So you're welcome. That's what our million-dollar man does where does while he you're fit working. In? <laughs> where does he fit in all the time for Peloton? Uh, next one, Smeky Melms- Mel- Melstein podcast jealousy and we can't get enough of this guys because eventually we are going to do an episode of him versus podcast because he's just a jealous little weasel we gotta have a nice voice you gotta have good diction you gotta have a delivery you had to maybe be funny or witty and then you and then you had to suck the balls of some station manager or program director to get in on it and it was just like a whole thing and now everybody's got a microphone in their house and their pod chris hardwick is on the radio essentially <laughs> It's just horrible. What a hard. Okay. So again, it's the same. I don't know that we need to go through all these, but bottom line is it's just one of those things. We have a couple more of these and I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too much into them because, um, we've covered them. We've covered them before. Um, you want to go into the Ralph stuff? Yeah. Okay. This next clip is called Ralph, the kept boy to Sam Simon. So they're revisiting the whole Sam Ralph thing. And if they really want to, I don't know. I think they're flying too close to the sun with this as as usual, but they have to do this every so often. I don't know, dude. I'm never coming back. I got my own Mercedes. I got a Rolls Royce I drive around in, a <laughs> Mercedes. Sam gave me the keys to Mercedes. And I'm here on the property. I've got my own cook. <laughs> now, Sam spoiled Ralph. We know that. And no one, who right. <laughs> was it? Someone said, no one treats anyone that well unless they're fucking them. And I agree. 
Or you're doing a big service or favor for them that's not sexual, but Drug what related, honestly perhaps. could Ralph offer? What what was he going to do for Sam other than anything sexual? I mean, be an expediter of other nefarious things, I suppose. Drugs. But then do you need yeah. do you really need Ralph for that? Unless he's it's just a trust issue. I'd say it's not, just sex. If you're in LA, you got tons of people for that. Forget it. But, do, no. but how many trustworthy people? Mm, all right. Yeah, yeah, drugs and sex, I'll go with. Yep. For a thousand. Living in a house. <laughs> I'll take drugs and sex for two hundred, Alex. House with millions of dollars of art. Yeah. He was like, hey, I, I hit the fucking lottery here. I was like, you know, I was happy for him. I was like, okay. No, you weren't going to do anything to screw that up. Nope. But he somehow screwed it up. He was in. Well, Sam also. If he was happy for him, he wouldn't be talking about it right now. That's correct. This is this is all being used as passive aggressive bullshit to dig oh, yeah. at Ralph. Big time. And make I Ralph wonder, look like a piece of shit. What was I wonder what the impetus was. I don't think there was a lead. I don't remember the lead up into this, but I think like everything else in this in this show, it's cyclical. Stuff will always come back up that maybe Ralph being a bad house guest. And I mean, that's that's part of this day anyway. But that's later, I think. Well, if he's paying Ralph out of 112 Productions, he's got to get his money's worth. I guess so. And if you're going to give somebody money, they're going to have to earn it somehow. So yeah. this is how he earns it. All right, taking the hit. Kind of killed the whole thing. I don't know. They had some sort of falling out. So. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I kind of do, but I won't get into it. Mm, it was sure stupid. you do. It was the oh, dumbest no. thing ever. Yeah. Oh. I wish Ralph would call back in and talk about that because I would tell him how Ralph blew it. Ralph, he, blew it was it. a Ralph mistake. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So once again, guys, uh, for those of you naysayers, why would it, okay? Forget Sam Simon. Forget him completely. Someone who's that much of a fuck up, that much of a, a lazy piece of shit, just despicable thief, drug er, drugger, uh, horrible house guest. Why do you keep them in your life? And what kind of person are you to have such an asshole as a best friend? Well, one, protection, because they know too much about you. Absolutely. So you keep them on a short leash. And uh, two, you're frantic for content and filler. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing like dredging up an old grudge. You know, this yep. comes under the same umbrella as Bowie. Yes. Where... Billy is used to be bashed and brought up many times for things that he says in the audiobook and whatever that are just ridiculous. But that's that's our lazy zookeeper, King Baby Veal, yep. who has to yep. come up with content. So, hey, the wheel spun and Ralph came up this time. Although you don't hear from Ralph too much uh, in, in general, not as much as you used to, that's for sure. So who knows, maybe even less money on uh, he's getting, he got, if Bowie's got a pay cut, Fred's got a pay cut and everybody else is getting axed. Maybe Ralph had to take a pay cut at some point. Yeah. And Ralph comes in about once a month, but we yeah. never see his real face. It's always no. like a standard picture of him. And he still looks like a grandmother on the golden girls. In the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so so even in the app, like you just see a picture, you don't see it, you don't see video of him? No, wow. it'll just Not be the like app, a, sorry, I mean the uh, YouTube channel. On the, yeah, same thing. Yeah. But it'll just be like a phone and then his picture. Yeah. And the phone will be blinking like as he's talking, but it's not him in right. real life. No. So God forbid we see his apartment or 
you know, how discombobulated he is at that hour of the morning because he's been up all night doing God knows what. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, he pretty much is sanctioned into the show once a month, like at the end of January, it was him and Bobo with him giving Bobo some kind of judgment about not wanting to be in the whack pack. It was just fake and scripted. You could almost hear the pages turning as you were listening to it. Oh, big time. Drops his own worst enemy. <laughs> I love that boy. Out of everything, <laughs> he does. That's his beauty. He, I remember exactly why. So Ralph's living in Sam's place. He's got the world by the fingertips. Okay. And then Ralph fucked it all up. You blow it. <laughs> I mean, he's living in this guy's million dollar, billion dollar estate, like guest houses, rolling hills, Beverly, like. His house was so big, he had an animal sanctuary. The other thing is, Sam Simon's been dead how many years now? And this story matters to who? Nobody. I know. Yeah. I know. Just, just awful. That's why on I said the, it's On the pro- yeah. property. Yeah. And Ralph's living there and having use of two different expensive cars. Who know, Going out to dinners, hanging out with Norm. Never even thinking to buy gas for the car. You know, it's supposed to be filled when he returns it. No. They had a guy who goes out and fills the car. Ralph was on Easy Street. And, but this uh, is what I'm saying. As a guest, you might fill up the car sometime. But not Ralph. I bet you 10 bucks. It was Wiggy at that point. When it was happening, he was in debt, like fear of his life that Sam could buy Ralph from him. Yep. And that he would. And, and first of all, don't think for a second that Ralph didn't tell Sam everything about Howard. But because they have this whole, you know, connection, he knows to keep it quiet. Howard knows to keep it all quiet. And and Sam has never been outed, to my knowledge. And neither has Wig, really, except for, you know, certain certain angles. But go ahead. Maybe it's possible Ralph was playing them off of each other to see who would be his keeper. Kind of, um, well, Sam offered me this. What can you mm-hmm. offer me? Mm-hmm. And if... Ralph leaves, so do the secrets. And then Sam has them. And he could write them into the Simpsons or oh, who yeah. knows what he could do. Well, well, he had no more involvement in the Simpsons. And, yeah, and that's after, true. After, 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 but I mean, yes, he could absolutely turn them into something and make sell them. Who knows? Um, because the other thing is, guys, when NT, like Crazy Days and Nights, NT, gets his blinds, where do you think he fucking gets them from? Family members, exes, waiters. Uh, hotel valets, fucking concierges, uh, mm-hmm. bus boys, uh, kept fucking women, kept boys, kept men, kept, uh, you know, sugar daddies, sugar mamas, baby mamas, everybody. So in Hollywood, anything's for sale. It's just a matter of the price. And it in the, the, the wig is not going to, we're not going to count him as Hollywood, but, you know, for lack of a better term, he's in some type of business. And, uh, you know, if you, if the, for the right price, Almost anybody will talk. It's just a matter of with with Wig and Ralph. I wonder, man. I just wonder. And this is Carrie and I have been talking about this for ages. Like, who releases the tell-all? Who releases the one that's not going to get them in trouble because they can prove it, and they have you know whatever a paper trail or something. But who's willing to, when he dies, go full on? Well, my thinking is just to have like knowledge of what went on during the Gerardo sessions. 
when he took all the Polaroids of him in different outfits. And like yeah. maybe there's a story there to tell. Big Something time. on the private jet where he's looking lovingly into his eyes with the headphones. Yeah. We've most of us have seen those pictures. There's so much there that he was the boober to yes. Wigarachi. And I wanna know, but I don't I think Ralph covets his money way too much to mm -hmm. ever forego telling any of that because there's got to be NDAs that are in place for like 50 years after his death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 20 Perpetu or 30, whatever it is. Perpetuity. That won't allow him to talk, but just sit back in his luxurious lifestyle doing God knows what. Next clip. Ralph uh, giving Howard a little shit about Sam. Or he was you don't just, have any money. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he was just your friend Shut because up. you were my friend. But that was my theory. Well, of he, course, he deemed you no because he deemed you cool because you hung around with me. Oh, that it? Okay, good. I don't know. It just seemed weird oh. to me that Sam was. God, I have so many of these fucking clips where you know they hang out with me, so they must be cool. And this is the same fucking. We have the same clip from twelve years ago where he asks, like, I think that's why Sam wanted him because of me. Of course, it's a narcissist, but I think, I think really it was more about the whole relationship being the exact same two sugar daddies competing mm -hmm. with each other on some level with loads of money but sam simon is like one of those guys with uh residual money and howard is a guy who's contractually given a lot of money to do really very little go ahead they're both old queens yes that want someone younger but yep. ralph isn't that much younger he's like 10 years younger right but sam simon has Wiggy at Checkmate because he has more connections. Yes. He's out in L.A. He's willing to let him take a Rolls fucking Royce around yeah. town. Right. He's giving him basically a company credit card and saying, go do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yes. Go shopping. Go do whatever. But you come home to me and you put that thong on and you dance around for me and you're my boy. <laughs> There's something there. I swear to God. You do the goodbye horses dance for me. Well, <laughs> if that's the case, then then I, again, it goes back to afraid he would take him from Howard and then all those secrets yes. would be like, I mean, I'm sure Sam knew anyway uh, and didn't really need Ralph to tell him anything. Because the other thing in that particular, let's call it underworld, um, underpants, they like the, <laughs> the stories cir must circulate like crazy amongst the, the circles that know. So whether it's Ralph or whether he gets it from Ralph or some fucking waiter or some cook or somebody, you know, Richie Notar, anybody, someone talks. They just hope it never comes back to them. I'm certain Sam didn't need Ralph to know what was going on with him and Howard. Well, maybe the Pink Mafia decided that Ralph was enough to go around for both of them because I, I guess with Wiggy, you know, being a Howard Hughes type in pandemic uh -huh. and, and Sam Simon was before the pandemic. So it kind of seems to me like he could juggle both God juggle both balls at the same time. <laughs> I hate to say that. I'm sorry, guys. It's all that comes to mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This was the case with Ralph. Ralph was a playboy. He was going back and forth to one old queen to another. Stamos. Swinging he Stamos. Had the Stamos connection. Yes. Yep. Oh yes. my God. What was Stamos thinking? I have no he idea. Could, he could pull so much better than Ralph. 
<laughs> Again, he wanted that connection to Howard. I mean, it, it is. I mean, I it's maybe maybe that's part of it. The thing is, I'm thinking also, what's it to Ralph to have a bunch of Polaroids given to his sister and tell her the day I don't show up, the day I don't you I don't answer when you call me, you send these to the New York Post. Oh, great. And he I could like do the, the same with Sam. He could do the same with Sam easily, or they go to fucking Sea Dan, or they go wherever, and suddenly they're just there on the other, or the Daily Mail, or any one of these places, which is the because uh, otherwise, in a situation like this, the only thing that makes sense outside of paying them is to liquidate these people. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm I, I, I'm probably already in, uh, too far in to not sound like a conspiracy nut, but this stuff has happened, guys. It's happened in history, in the history of Hollywood. There's loads of examples of people being paid off, being fun. Look, Marilyn, yeah. Marilyn was killed by the Kennedys. Oh, oh, no, we don't know. The official autopsy, fuck you. She was going to talk. It was pillow talk. Right. Well, we'll never get the straight story, no matter what. But we, we can, will. We will. Well, we can guess, and we hear <laughs> lots of things, and you can put it together any way you yeah. want. Yeah. It's not going to change anything. It's just the world's fixed. Yeah. Okay? Trans- I tell I tell my kids this all the time. I break the I break the fourth wall or I pull back the curtain and I'm like, look, you're always being watched. You're always being listened to. Don't do anything stupid. And you're not going to change anything. The world's going to stay the same. It's going to do what it wants. You have to find your special place where you can find happiness. And Mm -hmm. that's the key to life. Yep. So close with you. But anyway, Sam took Ralph to Hawaii and then Norm would be there with his family. So Ralph actually got to hang out with Norm. And Norm was like that all the time. Like how he was in your show, that that was Norm. You know what I mean? There was no, there was no airs or anything. You know, like you know how like Spade's always funny. That's how Norm was. Yeah. So I'm guessing Norm told Ralph to fuck off as much as he could. <laughs> I'm certain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Another clip, guys, about being a fucking killjoy and party pooper when he's with these people. Funny. You know what I mean? No. Norm. But Norm was uh, Norm. I never hung around with, but I, I'm glad to hear he was funny off the air too. Yeah, I'm a really weirdo. Funny. I'm a complete bore off the air. People hate hanging with me. <laughs> like you heard Jimmy. You know. you've, you've just explained the Chris Rock <laughs> brush off and the Rick Rubin brush off. Kemal, I just sit and drink hot water and let people <laughs> talk. I, I'm sick of talking. By the time Kimmel, I'm uh, hanging Kimmel. around with people, I just I just want to hear them talk. I'd rather learn. I talk out with you. He's not sick of talking. He doesn't want to divulge anything. He doesn't want to fucking make a mistake and tell people shit that he doesn't want them to know. That's all it is. And he's afraid of sounding like a boring asshole, which is what he is. Yep. I've hung out with you. You can be fun. You know that. Yeah. When was I fun? (laughs) Even like when we'd go to the strip clubs back in my single days, I wasn't that much fun. I was focused more on, you know, men. And your mission. <laughs> yeah, my mission. He's always focused. Yeah, there's a there's an objective. I was like, let me get enough memories to put in my spank bank. <laughs> I was at Wayne. Oh, yeah. I was negotiating a Mercedes with Wayne Siegel to pay off a stripper. <laughs> 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 We've got pictures of me blowing Ralph. <laughs> no, I can remember just hanging out and doing shit and just fun, whatever. You know, whatever was going yeah, that on. was like for one week after my divorce, like for a week, I was fun. And then then I went back. Wow. So that while well, what happened to the mad tear that lasted months and months and months? And then, oh, that was a week. 
We have to change the story to fit whatever content we're filling right now. Fucking hell. It's the whole story. His whole history is silly, buddy. We're getting into something now, guys, about Sam fronting money for Ralph um, to do an app, like put an app together. And uh, Ralph, pardon the expression, queering the deal because he's a lazy fuck. And um, he was just being like Howard, a very demanding whatever. just didn't want to put in the work necessary. And um, before... Sam did die. I guess they did patch things up, but, uh, sorry, go ahead. The app was about comic books. Yeah. And Sam put up the money and some ideas. Mm -hmm. So between him and Ralph, they had created something, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. So here we go. Tell you why you blew it. I really like Sam. I didn't say you used the guy. Did I say that? You're 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 getting a little sensitive over there. None of us said that. I get sensitive sometimes. But human. You but I guess said, what, Howard? He didn't take everything that was offered to him. No, I <laughs> what a man. I said <laughs> I said let me be clear. The best and Robin knows full well what's going on there. She knows she right. knows the story. The thing that you had going on was Sam Simon, but you blew it at the end. You guys ended up not being friends. I was going to tell the story with your permission, of course, why I think you blew it. I, 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 you know, I wouldn't, I don't don't know. I don't know what your interpretation of of that whole thing that went down is. I told you at the time you blew it. I tried to tell you, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted you to work that out. Well, we sort of did. And it was right when he got sick and. Okay. I'm going to let this one play through a little guys. Just hold on. Then his life got pretty weird because there were a lot of people around him who sort of separated him from people. All right, and but listen to you, me. In- from you. Go, go ahead. Well, everything is so sketchy. It's like sort of this. Yeah. And then, you know, he had some people. Nothing is definitive. There's no facts. There's no names. There's mm-hmm. no um, time frames given. No, it's it's just him like, well, yeah, just shut the fuck up. It's meandering the stories. And that's part of the reason why this show, you know, really just started to suck, guys, because they weren't fully transparent about just anything. I mean, even when Robin, let's give an example, when Robin had that problem with um, Emily and they kind of go, they hem and haw a little better. But what would have been a great story is telling exactly what went down. It wouldn't be good to know certain things perhaps, but at least a few more details, but they don't want to give them. Right. Give us one side of the story. Yes, absolutely. And instead, I didn't like, she said that about you said what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Forget all that. Mm. I'm going to tell you where you blew it. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell this story. It's not, it's not a big deal, but this is, this is why Ralph drives me crazy because I want him to be successful and he had a real shot. So Ralph decided he was going to start an app, okay, mm-hmm. with a bunch of guys. And it was like based on his love of comic books and various things that Ralph loves. And, you know, it was like a magazine that people. Okay. So like Wizard guys, I used to, yeah, I used to collect. So Wizard was a price guide at the time. Would subscribe to. So I was like, oh, I was happy for Ralph. All of a sudden, Sam, who's got tons of money, Simpsons money. You know, he's a multimillionaire. He decided he liked what Ralph was up to and he was going to back him. And he put up the money for the app. 
Okay. So like this thing was going to really take off. It was going to, you know, be a money. That means uh, Sam Simon priced it out, found out what it would, did the research, found out what it would cost, R&D, got the people involved. They created it, basically, and they were waiting for the okay. And yep. Ralph, who's a lazy piece of shit, grifting, drug-dealing fucking asshole, decided, no, I don't want to be. That's too much work. And said, yeah. Well said. That's yeah. exactly how I would have seen it. Yep. And I think Ralph might have even gone to Wiggy mm -hmm. at some point in this mm -hmm. and said, hey, I've got this great deal going on. And I'm sure he put a total stop on it. Just really? a dead stop. Yeah. So you think Wiggy was the one who said, no, you're not doing I, this? I'm pretty sure that he did not want Ralph making his own money off of Sam Simon's back because then he wouldn't need Wiggy. Well, this is presuming the app would have been successful, which we have no way of knowing. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's anyway, let's let it play out. He making proposition. Which I wasn't looking for, by the way, too. Yeah, like, it of course just you were. To do it. No, really. No. I, we were starting. No, I'm saying that's thing. the problem with you. The yeah. best thing happens. Sam, who's a creative, is going to, you know, not even some like some business asshole who never created anything. It's like Sam. So when Sam put up the money for the app, he wanted some input. So he started to give suggestions on what should happen. Ralph went nuts because Ralph wanted it to be fun. He didn't want it to turn into a whole big thing. He, okay, a little, a little bit more, guys. He wanted to be able to do what he wanted to do. I said, Ralph, you got a guy who's putting up real money. This could be something. So, and he, Sam, go along with his suggestions. And it was like stuff like he wanted a photo shoot of this or that. I'm right. like, do it. Do it. And we I, did. I, I didn't have a problem with Sam's. No, Are you, me? you were fucking bitching about all the changes you want to make. And you <laughs> sounds exactly mm -hmm. like Ralph <laughs> wouldn't put up with it. And you left. And that's where you blew it. You should have that's, been open. That's what I tried to tell really you. At the what, time. That's, that's, okay. OK, so option two, if Wiki didn't stop it, Ralph was too lazy to continue mm -hmm. on with the hard work that was necessary to keep the app going. Mm -hmm. to constantly update it and research comic books and research Marvel or DC Universe. Sure. And find out, you know, keep up with comments of people on the app because people like that love to comment on, on that topic. Oh, totally. They have many opinions and Ralph would be overwhelmed. Yes. He couldn't deal with the hate. He couldn't deal with people having greater opinions than himself, God forbid, sure. or he'd oh, just God. have to steal them somehow well, without, you know, block those people and take the credit, I guess. But Responsibility and Ralph do not go hand in hand, guys. And the other thing is, of course, he would have had to, if it was successful, he would have had to be re responsible for hiring a team to help him. And imagine right. he can't work with anybody. So, no. Uh, and I mean, if... if I could see Sam. I don't know why Sam didn't know enough about Ralph not to fucking bother. So that's that's the kind of thing that kind of blows my mind. Yep. I think Sam saw money here. He saw yeah. a gold mine. Yeah. And something to work with. Sure. But then he realized that, you know, Ralph was a piece, a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Who wasn't available when you needed him. You couldn't no. reach him because he was all drugged up or hung over from the night before. Guaranteed. And... He still had the Wiggy job. I don't know what the Wiggy job entails anymore other than calling into the show to line up like Marion from Brooklyn, Bobo, it's King of question. All Blacks. It, it really boggles my mind, but 
the whole thing with Sam, this this was the main part of the Ralph Sam Wiggy talk that I wanted to get to. So I'm pretty sure Ralph either passed up money or sold his idea to Sam mm-hmm. and maybe got some money from Sam in the will from this or just being a, you know, an F boy for him. Yeah. I'd say most likely the latter. (laughs) So we'll continue with number the next one. So essentially this is all Wiggy's fault. Uh, This whole thing with with, with that, where it was a huge problem for me. Why was it? Sam got upset about. Remember you did a shoot for us for the cover? Yes, I wanted to help out. Right. And they, they, he got a press person on this app and then which, which is just a little app that's coming out once a month or so. You don't put, you know, I just thought it was overkill, right? And There's no app coming out once a month. It's something that has to constantly be updated, constantly. Right. Then he wants to put out a press release with your name on it saying that you shot the cover and it was going to be for immediate release. I mean, like a real press release. Right, so you told them like, not to do it. I told him not to do it. I got really upset about him, I, you know, because... It, it, this is where I think Wiggy put his foot down. That makes more sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want to use I've me. Never used, use. Yeah. Right. And, and he got really pissed about that. And so yeah, but the that wasn't guy. the only thing that was that. that Sam was, accepted that, that was a big thing. Believe me. And I'm not blaming you. Uh, but right. it was, well, you are. <laughs> he is. It was a big thing. It was like the blaming me. All I did was take the pictures. No, no, no. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying. I, but, but I did it because you know that that was a wrong thing. They, they, you know, and it just was like another thing that these guys wanted to do that I wasn't comfortable with. Listen to him stammer and stutter. In fear. Ralph is so afraid to say that Wiggy was the reason. Yes. So it was. It was two things. It was both mm-hmm. of the things I said. It was Wiggy putting his foot down, not putting his name on it. Mm-hmm. And it was Ralph too lazy to actually do any work or mm-hmm. fight back and, you know, argue with Howard like, hey, you can get a piece of this, too, if we put your name on it. Or simply say to Sam, look, uh, it's going to be me and you and Howard's going to we can't involve him with anything because he's not going to be he, he he's not yeah. reliable. He doesn't want to do anything. So why do you think he wants to do this, especially if he's not going to get a piece of it? Um, and as a favor, like if you're asking him to do it as a favor, fat chance, you got to pay him to nope. do it. So marbles up ne- front. Next clip is real short, dude. It's you. A series of things, but I guess no, not. That was. I guess it was all over was, me. I guess it was you, Howard. Can't I can't argue all with Ralph on that one? Okay, maybe he was right. <laughs> a true girlfriend. This clip is called Beth pops in and pops right the fuck out. Favorite shows is coming out uh, second season on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. It's called. Um, Love on the spec. Oh, hi, honey. What's oh, up? You should talk about that. Don't forget about that. I just want okay. you to know that it's all, it's full on going. Yeah, it's on. not so the bad. House is shaking upstairs. Yeah, but I'm oh, saying here. I hear it. It's not too bad, head. right? Well, yeah, but no, I'm saying it's not too bad down here. Down here, not at all. But I do hear it down here. But you have your headphones on. You haven't even heard the new uh, bang of clock. She's talking about the construction, isn't she? Right, the pillars yeah. being put in on property around them. <laughs> yeah. Song that uh, Donnie V sings. I have it. You need to hear it. It's about you. I wrote that for you. Send it to me. No, I'm going to play it. I'll play it at the end of the show. Okay. So gorgeous. I'm going to give you Bang a Clock today. That's oh. what I just decided. I, you're not only going to hear this song, but you're going to you're going to receive me today. Oh yeah, you'll receive it all right. You'll receive, receive the fucking check. 
Who the fuck says receive me? <laughs> That's bad. Fuck off, Wiggy. Okay, next one is called 10-inch penis jealousy. <laughs> I think, oh, I think you once common knowledge. You once told me you took a 10-inch penis, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't think she's going to, after that, I don't think she's going to be looking for me. <laughs> Didn't you take a 10-inch penis? Uh, it might have been that big. Yeah. Whatever it was, wow. it was too much. Uh, was it really? Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> You'd like to take it. This next clip is called Gary Scared to Call Howard. Uh, the NFL, Gary sent me a strange email. <clears throat> he said he, want, he wanted to call me over the summer and catch up, but he was afraid to because he was afraid he was bothering me. When did he send you that? During the summer Gary or lately? Uh, during the summer. I mean, lately, but I guess he was thinking about ago. calling me. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Bookie. And then and a, and a phone call Bookie. never materialized? Yeah. What are we going to catch up about? He's probably too fucking busy with oxys. Yep. Yeah. Fred, way to play clips over them talking. <laughs> this is the worst. A little jarring, didn't it? <laughs> it was. It's like the worst orchestrated show you've ever heard. Because it's either total silence or it's too much. And people yeah. talking over each other all the time. And don't the levels of the drops seem to be inordinately loud? Well, yeah. they Of course. I mean, I mean, what else do you want from a podcast like this? <laughs> I guess. Jesus. I'll play ours, but it's that we won't talk over them if I do play them. I don't know. Yeah, I was missing you. I, mean, I was missing you. Yeah. I would have done. You could have called me. It's no big deal. I, know, I mean, I got the impression that you really you wanted the summer off from everything. But yep. not you from think a friendly he was like on a maternity call. leave break. He didn't want to hear yeah. from anybody at work. You know, I couldn't talk to him for yeah. 90 days. Exactly. I don't know if it's bullshit, right. but the, someone was telling me about like you're not even allowed when someone's on maternity leave. Now, you're not allowed to call them if you're from work or else. Uh, right. Well, I, I don't know that that's true. Do you, can you speak to that? Maternity leave where I work, it's like once you leave, your work is given over to somebody else. Okay. Yeah. So there's no need to call in unless you have an investigation into something you did. Okay. And if you did some work and there was a question about your work, then yes, they will contact you. Yeah. But if you're on this show, there's obviously rules about not contacting people. Mm -hmm. While on paternity or maternity leave. Yeah. And on this show, there's no women, so it's all paternity leave. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, uh, it's just bullshit. And, like, the fact that Bowie is afraid to call him just tells you right there. Oh, like, God, he yeah. He knows. He yeah, knows and, better. Oh, yeah. And the next one is called Everyone Afraid of Wig. It's weird. Like, the, the guys were telling me you were terrified of – this was someone told me – that you were terrified of being in the crosshairs. That's a quote from you. Being in the crosshairs when the show came back. What was that? Well, we, were doing, we were doing. He knows because he knows that's exactly what's going to uh, happen. Summer school yeah. last summer. So we were guessing, you know, we can only guess at what you're up to during the summer. Right. And one of the guesses was that, you know, you had nobody to yell at and that you might come back <laughs> and just, you know, you have safe. Okay. We can only guess. So there you go. He's got a complete media blackout. The staff don't know. Gary doesn't know. And if your producer don't know what you're fucking about, well, then, yeah, you don't have any contact with them, clearly. And on top of that, as we said, he knows you don't fucking call him ever. A hundred percent. Yep. Did it all for somebody. <laughs> we weren't sure who it was going to be. We thought it might be me or JD or it could be anybody. 
stuttering John and and, you, and Gary used to joke about it. He was on the wrap up show and Gary goes, they used to be like, okay, spin the wheel. Who's going to get it today? We have no guests. <laughs> so it's going to be one of us. Right. The next clip is called Dr. Sarno garbage. I was, I was joking with somebody. I, I said, I didn't want to tell you because um, I had my knees done and you would go all Dr. Sarno on me and go, that's just the pain moving. <laughs> but it's not. Of course it is. I mean, <laughs> of right. course it is. And uh, kudos to the guy I talked Gary. to and told that, that I said, please don't bring that up. And I, <laughs> they know I'm just they should just be helping us with our show at this point. They totally you know. could. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I told Gary! you that your pain was gonna move and it has. Now it's in your shoulders. It's Gary, you know, what's you wrong with your shoulders if it's not uh phantom pain? <laughs> no, it's I got pain. He doesn't want I mean, pain is real. It's, it's it's when Robin says phantom pain, it doesn't Hey, anyway, it's, uh, it's, not what I, it's not like 79, <laughs> even 79 can't keep track of his own bullshit. No, I love it. Guys, we're into the 21st of September now, and these are clips I did. This one's called send any and all button men to Wilding's house and just open fire, please. Caitlin called me all depressed. She's bummed out. Wow. You know what I realized? Like California's going to get the government they deserve, so fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> so we have a wilding fucking Caitlyn impression because you can't actually get Caitlyn Jenner on your fucking show. I'm just going to play a few more seconds of that, and that's mm -hmm. it. Are you, uh... You know where I when, think... the, when, when the homeless overrun the governor's mansion and the whole stupid fucking state breaks off the side of the country and sinks like an anvil. I'm... Oh, fuck. I just can't take him. I hate you, Wilding. Just please swallow some absinthe. <laughs> swallow swallow some hemlock or something. I don't know. The <laughs> next clip, guys. And that, that one, by the way, took that day. I think it was 35 or 20, 30 minutes of... I can't remember exactly, but it was massive amount of time that first bullshit. Maybe longer. It was it was thirty minutes. Yeah. I have I have the notes. Yep. Okay, so Wilding, <laughs> I guess, earned his paycheck that day. The next one is called "Near Miss with Nirvana." Plus, I was watching Seinfeld reruns. Didn't he say he never watched Seinfeld? <laughs> we talk about he, discovering Seinfeld in two thousand twenty-two. Two thousand twenty-one. Dad, his dad loved Seinfeld, but he never yeah. watched it. That's right. And now I guess all of a sudden he's watching it because he's got to kiss Jerry's ass out yes. in the Hamptons during the summer. That's right. Yeah. So the funny. Oh, one more story. This is great. I never knew this. And this was this is uh, during a whole discussion where he decided he was going to go back to the grunge era and discuss 10 um, uh, Pearl Jam's 10 Nirvana's Nevermind and Bad Motorfinger by uh, Soundgarden. And then <laughs> he talked a little about his own attire at the time. Go ahead. Yes. Our oldest teenager decided that yeah. Nirvana, not Nirvana, <laughs> Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana. Had so much great music and he spent another 30, mu 30 minutes talking about music. Oh, so Kurt Cobain of Nirvana was such a punk and a rebel and hated anything that reeked of commercial rock and roll. So when they when the album hit, they had to go over to England and promote the album. They were doing one of these TV shows. Yeah, either top, probably top of the pops where they require you to fucking right. lip sync like a lot of those shows would. What I really fucking hated about this whole exchange was like this he was how old was he in 91? Like uh okay, um, he was 40, 41 maybe. 
91? Yeah, way too old to be dressing like grunge. But on an alternative station now with, with the change over in generations, like when, when hair metal went into, into the gutter, uh, I think K-Rock went alter, all alternative. K-Rock did go alternative. And this became part of like him being the company man talking about music but, of that time. But didn't really like he might be, and he didn't care about the music then though. Like, I don't no, think he cares. About not the music at the time. Now. no, so it's kind of stupid, like this many years later now he and it sounds like he's reading all this shit. That's the that's the other thing. It's not something right. he cared about. He was such a fan, but yet he struggles to remember names of the yes. bands. Like I dare him to name Chris Novoselic as the third member of Nirvana besides Dave Grohl and right. Kurt. Right. Who's um, the original bassist of Soundgarden? Would he know? What label name, were they on before they got with A&M? Mm-hmm. Name you know more I mean? songs besides Black Hole Sun that Soundgarden did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know about Alice in Chains? Do you, right. Did you ever hear of them? Can you right. name you a know, couple of their songs? Exactly. Did you own Green River? Did you have Super Fuzz Big Muff? Did you need, listen to the Melvins? Anybody? No. The ta- did you have Tad? Eight Ways Anna? No. Fuck you. And the guy on the TV show, the producer goes, look, Kurt. Um, in order to make this sound good and everything, the band can't play live. You'll just sing to a backing track. And evidently you don't tell Kurt Cobain that because he. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So he basically made a, it was piss take. Chris, Kurt, Kurt Cobain decided he was going to like, not really try to sing and make it obvious that he was lip syncing. Sex Pistols did the same thing late in, in other years. <laughs> they didn't even bother to match the lyrics. Um, the next one, number three is called Pelican Productions. Cause he was talking about Butch Vig and saying how much, you know, he should be in productions. See, I might just go right to producing. I'm uh <laughs> I'm at a crossroads in my musical career. <laughs> Could you imagine what the everything would sound oh, like a God. cover? Number four, this one's called When Dead Singers Meet Dead Air. At the same exact time Soundgarden came out with that bad motor finger album. That came out um on September twenty <laughs> fourth. He said that album as if to say <laughs> like that that injury he received that you can't pronounce, you know, that kind of thing. And then it was like kind of mind blowing there too. Chris, Chris Cornell. Uh, that's uh, sorry, guys. I forgot. That's on your bingo cards. Uh, arguably one of the best. I mean, he's definitely oh. in the top five singers of all time, right? Great singer, yeah. But, but uh, Bad Motorfinger was uh, their third album, but this one broke through. Drink some great songs on there. <laughs> Name one. <You> know. <laughs> <laughs> Name one other than he he goes on to talk about outshined, but that was it. He didn't he didn't bother with the rest of it. And that Next had one. to that had yeah. to be prompted by the staff. My God, yes. he's the oldest geriatric teenager I've ever seen with like no no recall of anything anything. <sighs> You'd think, yeah, that's the thing. As a DJ, you'd think he'd know more about what he was playing because stuff's getting like, you get promo copies, you get swag, you get guests come in that are, you know, going to tell, and you want to know about your your craft. He didn't give a fuck, ever. Or you have a song that really sticks with you, that Bingo. meant something. Right. But no, we get none of that. No. Uh, in number five, incontrovertible, this is going to be tough for me because I have my mic caps, <laughs> incontrovertible troop proof that Wig is a 79 and doesn't even listen to himself. Became yeah, because then stores became full of that same thing. You would walk into a store and it was shorts and boots and flannel shirts. <laughs> even I started wearing it and it was not pretty. 
<laughs> Ralph started dressing me back then, and he would dress me in grunge. Uh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I looked like I just rolled out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> the look. Ralph was five years behind in the music scene grunge. Yes. Yeah. With dressing him. If you look at pictures and you look at the dates. Yeah. He's not grunge was, until 95. Oh, even later. Yeah. Like 97, 98, 99, 2000. Yeah. He was still rocking like the fucking uh, poodle dude, like this, like, like fruity, uh, you know, hairband thing in 92. When you just look at the interview show we mentioned, 92, 93. By that point, grunge was well into the zeitgeist. I mean, right. you were, Sub Pop was selling fucking albums of bands that didn't sell a nickel. <laughs> To fucking big companies. <laughs> Those wrinkled cargo green pants that he had that were sitting yeah. in the corner for like a week. And yeah. then he wore with like a, a complimentary wrinkled orange shirt. Oh, God. That just, oh, so like, cringy. Gr granted, he knows, at least he knows now he looked like shit. But then it's that's easy because everything looks like shit on him. Uh, well, this yeah. next clip, this next clip is number six. He wishes it was, and he wishes it was much more, Robin. How long you were have we been in yesterday? I thought about that after the show. You said it's been two years since I've seen you in person. Yep, <laughs> that's the Almost. friendship. <laughs> yeah. Next clip, guys. No, the hundred and twenty million dollar ISDN line on display. The rest <laughs> of the world seems to be uh, seeing each other just fine. You and I are locked up in our basement and our whole show. I don't know what's going on, but. You know what's going to happen is everybody else is we're going to be left here all by ourselves. We've well, taken care of ourselves. Said by a true narcissist to another true narcissist. Completely. We had our usual uh, have a meeting every Wednesday afternoon after the show. And I said, hey, you know, I'm starting to feel a little weird. Like how is like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert and like all these other. How are they all in production? <laughs> Why do they have audiences? <laughs> Why are we still hiding in our basements? Kimble, like, what? Kimble. And, the, and everyone's yeah, like, they're performing in front of audiences, right? Yeah, and then everyone says, because they're not afraid of their own shadow, and because they they want to have human contact, you fucking human impersonator. And surprise, they're still alive. Yeah, and they care about their jobs. They actually do care about their work and how they how it appears. And also, the you know, life does eventually have to go on. Sorry, Howard. I mean, well, do you want to go into the uh, Sirius XM building and get on an elevator and be around people? And I go, no. Thank you. You <laughs> no, just okay. cured me of that feeling. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say fire his psychiatrist. No, I'm going to say shoot his psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> it, it well, never worked. The elevator he's on doesn't have anybody but his staff. That's true. He's all by himself. Mm -hmm. So what what the fuck is he worried about? He can wipe his own shit down. He can clean up his own tissues and toothpicks. Or, mm -hmm. you know what? Just leave him in a pile in the corner. Yep, absolutely. Number, <laughs> like kindling. Number eight, Bowie finally realizes his true value to the show. I don't know. Gary Delabate says he doesn't want to come back into the city for work, but then he goes to Broadway and watches Bruce Springsteen, and he's sitting in a he, crowded he does theater. These things, yeah, he's yeah. been to a concert. He's been go figure. Bowie wants to go see a concert, but he doesn't want to see your fucking ass. Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't want to go to work. That's where. He yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? He just what he he went to the theater and he didn't even wear a mask. He just sat there without his mask on. He wore it Are in and then he took kidding? his mask off. No. Bowie, that's a stoning offense if you were in studio, but now since you're home, I guess it's fine. So he's got people watching Bowie while he's yeah. at a Broadway show? 
Yeah. Keeping tabs on him? Of course. Yeah. Oh. But then he goes, I don't think we should go back to work. I'm telling you, it's dangerous. (laughs) You know what it is? He told a lot of people, he goes, I like working from home so much more. Because I don't have Jason looking at me, eating my locks and eating. So now, so Bowie knows, like, there's people informing on him constantly. Then they, There always have been. I mean, that's nothing right. new, really. Um, my pretzels. Yeah. yeah. Just, Bowie's never been happier either. He doesn't have to do all the work. He doesn't have to look busy. He can take naps. He can pop oxies. He can drink scotch. <laughs> he can smoke Buddha anytime he wants. <laughs> What the fuck? I'd love it too. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he, he's blunt man. And my, his, his plantain chips. my plantain chips. <laughs> and no one's commenting on me and no one do that. I'm like, dude, you missed the point of your value on this show. <laughs> you're useless to me sitting in your house. If and you're eating need plantain to put somebody chips, in there watching you. Yeah, you're the guy we goof on. Oh, that's all I, did. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that was, well, that was right. my only value. No, you do a lot of things, but those things other people can do. Wow. Now they have to make up scripted shit to mock Bowie on, like his yeah. audiobook about him. Like, everybody knows I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But Wiggy takes it out of context mm-hmm. where the whole book he talked about Bruce, and then Wiggy just takes the one clip at the end. Yeah. And is like, how do we all know that? And Bowie actually comes on and is like, yeah, well, I mentioned it pretty much the whole book. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. So, like, there's 30 <laughs> minutes of content gone. Yeah. Useless. Meant nothing. Yeah. But that's the show we get. And yeah. you guys who have canceled, you are so blessed. Yeah. You are welcome. Don't regret one thing. You're no. right on target. And those of you still listening, join us. Make comments. Facebook thread live every morning. He's live. We'll be there for you. Yeah. Just, uh, especially for those new, uh, new joiners. Uh, don't be strangers by all means. And when there's a mockery thread, join in, please. Uh, we understand people have jobs certain times or whatever. They're not able to, but those of you who are able to, and you have a subscription still, and you're, you're, you're unfortunately blessed with volume. Um, <laughs> that, that works. Um, just, uh, and your speakers are, you know, installed, you know, join us. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. The, it can be a lot of fun. Next clip is called King of All Shitty Analogies makes another appearance. Oh. I wish I had a camera go. I mean, I wonder how many hours a day he's actually working. You know, a lot. Come <laughs> on. You know, here's the thing. This is why you're such a you? about this. You don't fucking how wonder about anybody else. A lot, you. dude. I work. What do you mean? Just no, I only worry, worry about you. I know. You're my focus. worry about others. Listen. You, I, look, no, you, I'm, a, you, why do I, I'm the boss. I don't have to worry about no, others. I'm, I worry I'm about you. That, you're the one who pops in my that, mind. I go, I wonder what Gary's doing. I work plenty fucking hard. It's, it's rare for Gary to give him a little bit of stick these days, but I have yeah. a feeling that's a drug enhanced, not Lexapro, but Oxy, uh, Gary saying, fuck you too. And I don't blame him at this point in his life. I, I think if anybody goes postal in that place, when they do go back, if they ever go back, it's Gary. I agree. Gary had a moment to himself where he was like, fuck it. I'm going to fight back. And he yeah. called him a dick and he said, I fight, I work plenty hard. So good for you, but guess what? You're still <laughs> shackled to the show, and he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. And the problem is, so. he has a history of not being a late, not a, a useless tit on the show. So he kind of earns this anyway. Part as anybody, you know when I, I, you know when I get angry, like when I see you on Facebook with all your um, trips, and you know you and Mary are everywhere. 
We haven't been anywhere. We, uh, dude, no. we have not gone. We, we, we went on a family vacation. So Wig's being a dick and he's looking up like pictures of their old, like old vacations they've had and bringing that up as if they've been doing it during the pandemic, which I'm certain they haven't. That's just stupidity. No, I tend to disagree with you that I think Gary is taking trips. What day trip? Like I'm saying within the country, like domestic drives somewhere. Possible flights. Well, maybe. I mean, I, it could be, but uh, and he, Gary's going to refute it here. We're not out a lot. Uh, you don't go anywhere. We're, not we're out on a family vacation. <laughs> right. But I'm saying, what do you mean? How do you say I haven't been? That's like Caitlyn Jenner saying, I'm, I'm we haven't for been anywhere. Pre, I'm pro choice, but I'm also against abortion. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> he was okay with Wilding going to South America. Wasn't it Panama? Okay, sure. Okay. I, I've lost track because okay. <laughs> I really didn't want to know that much. Yeah, it About was. Wilding. Yeah, him going yeah. to see his lover who he's now broken up with, but we don't mm -hmm. even know if it was real to begin with. But he was okay with him going down there with like three masks on. Yep. But God forbid, do we take a flight to Florida or South Carolina yep. or wherever right. he's going? Right, because Wilding sucks his dick, literally. Uh, number He's giving 10. more content. Yeah, Wilding <laughs> gives more content than Bowie. That's right. Number 10, uh, Zvi almost, sorry, R2 Zvi2 almost short circuits answering Bowie's question about fun. I, I'm 24 <laughs> hours a day. I'm running around this house working, trying to come up with shit for this show. And I, I just don't want to see Gary's hosting a charity auction. But Howard, even, here's the thing for me. Even when you're He told not me he working, gets a rush out of doing it. He gets a rush. Yeah, enjoy, being, I enjoy being he enjoys but it. Even, he likes being even on stage. When you're, even when you're not working, mm. you're miserable. I'm That's working. <laughs> it's true. Like no. no even when I'm when not, working, not working, when I'm doing when I'm doing a leisure activity, all of a sudden I have a pad next to me and I'm writing shit down. Yeah, right. Lies. Did you do? I, I, I have a question for you. Did, did you have? This is no joke aside. What What did you do this summer that brought you any joy at any point this summer? Like, what was the most fun thing you did this summer? My kids visited me. Well, that's nice. And I had a good time with them, actually. Drink. So you had fun. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> that was the most joyous yeah you ever heard. Okay. Number 11. Why okay. Springsteen ain't coming in? All right, Michael. Why, why isn't Bruce? Howard, Michael. I have a question. Okay. The question is this. Why isn't Bruce Springsteen coming on the show? Why isn't he sitting down for an interview on the show instead of Gorilla? I'll tell you what. And if I could have eclipsed Rappaport completely out of this fucking breakdown, I would have, guys. But I had to leave that question in. I apologize. Um, him on Broadway. You can't blame Gary for that. It's me. I fucked that up. But that's all. Hey, Michael, I got to go anyway. Go, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's say I said some things what, that I think you insulted do? Bruce and... I don't want to get into it. Well, Gary's up his ass so much. If Gary's up his ass so much, he should be able to straighten it out. That's what a producer does. And that's what I'm wondering. I hear you. That's funny that he at least admitted that it's his fuck up. I'm thinking that, <clears throat> excuse me, that Wiggy did something at a Hamptons party that turned off Bruce, or he said something to Bon Jovi. Yeah. Possibly who's another Jersey Vite that might have been in contact with Bruce. Mm -hmm. And um, badmouthed him in some sort of way, or said something maybe about yep. him and his wife Patty. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. 
It could, could be, be a million things that he said. Oh God, they, he's, he mocked so many things and the, the the tour banter and stuff, the concert banter, yeah, you know, between song stuff. Uh, number twelve, Wiggy still has a problem. He, sorry, he has a problem with saying unrequited love. He can't yes. pronounce it. <laughs> I mean, this album is so great. But the, Eddie said this song. He doesn't talk about this song because it's so personal. That it's about unrequited love. That's like where you're hot for a, a chick, but she won't look at you, right? That's right. She doesn't want anything to do with you. <laughs> oh, man. It was your I friend. Should, That's the I could write. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I have so many instances like that, that I could have written a whole album about unrequited love. I hate unrequited love. I remember in high school, like, <laughs> serenading the meat. Did. Why are you saying quiet? How do you say it? How do you say it? Requited love. Yeah, I knew that. I wanted to see if you caught it. It's unrequited <laughs> love. What's the matter with you? <laughs> took you like 10 minutes to figure that out, to, to catch me. <laughs> maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but I still say he's a 79 and he didn't know he was saying it. Number 13, Wiggy's still waiting to graduate from high school. I had a whole bunch of unrequited love. <laughs> God, I had crushes on everybody. He still can't say it even after he's been corrected. He now emphasizes it harder. <laughs> he tries not to add syllables to stuff like Zeppelin, Abelo. Yeah, Abelo. Requited. Yes. But. It's Nobody had a inevitable. No, yeah, it's like it's like you can't hold back the dawn, guys. Crush on me. I had a few people, but very yeah, few. I was gonna say there probably were people and people you wouldn't have even suspected, but you never noticed them. Yeah, you know what I made? I made a big mistake in high school. Here's how I should have played high school. First of all, I should have been playing guitar. That's number one. <laughs> number two, right. that was the that was the big problem. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. <laughs> not the guy, not the guy whose body's attached to the arms of that guitar. Oh, I should have been taking karate so I can beat up some people and look like, you know, like do that thing in high school where some kid starts goofing on you and then you beat the shit out of him. Like what Spider-Man does. Remember? Okay. This mm. next one, guys, is a plug for Trojans, which is an admitted plug, but it's maybe the worst, worst pitch ever. I love a wearing Trojan a condom. Man. I prefer that. Now you're going to think I'm doing a bit because it's a commercial, but. I prefer wearing a condom than going in bareback. And people are like, what? But I find them very useful, for, especially the lubrication, because I've had a hard time in my life getting a woman lubricated. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next. I, I, does he, does he <laughs> I have this image? Does he think that on the tip of every Trojan rubber is a big, it, like, uh, hi, uh, what's his name? Um, Ham Hands Bill, like chunk of Vaseline. Is there? <laughs> it's, it's not like he put on that. If you have a problem getting through a woman's box, <laughs> one condom with a bit of lube on it ain't going to cut it. <laughs> well, Lord knows he could never like manually um, uh, get a woman excited to the point, you know, he didn't know what to do down there. I mean, he couldn't kiss her. He couldn't finger her. I hate to be crass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have that title like, of the video he, of him needing to shave a woman in the studio, like shave her vagina. She came in as yeah. one of two sisters. And he goes, I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing about women turns him on ever. It's all yeah. fake and acted. Oh, God. Yeah. Exactly. So number 15, guys, scratch mind blowing on your scratch off mind blowing on your bingo card. 60s, 70s was just like a renaissance because all this shit was being invented. Rock and roll was being really, I mean, it was mind blowing what was going on. And then, bing. Okay. Oh, God. He's forever in the 60s and 70s. Can we just yeah. stop it? 
It's brutal. Can some Marcy, can you tell Wiggy to stop living in the 60s and 70s because it's driving us nuts? It is nuts, yeah. The next one, let's use a fake collar to crowbar in some nonsense about 12-year-old boy Shveen fetishes. Now, this clip was 45 minutes long, guys. 45 minutes, I, I'm guess I'm, I'm kind of averaging. It was a caller that was on the air to talk about, you know, sex education and her kid, but it was clearly back office staffer and it's i only clipped about uh 23 seconds of one clip so this is really short this but particular you... time i i borrowed his phone to use it for something and when i went to his to his internet and i saw all these open pages of Pornhub, i tried to watch one and i couldn't i was like oh my god my son's one and it was stepbrother and i couldn't even <laughs> read the full the full title i was just like oh lord the the giveaway guys beyond the length was stepbrother when she says stepbrother that's right up his alley stepsister right. porn he's been going on about that for years the next clip is called 25 whole minutes of this nonsense and that's the last of it god if my mother talked to me about my masturbation i would have fucking hung myself are you kidding you better be careful with all that shit erica because well i have I'm a friend you. who told her sons that masturbation was good because she thought of it as a muscle and the more you masturbate the bigger it would get now, oh my god i don't know if that's true but that's what she told her children howard oh. i have to discuss something with you right Fuck. now what is it mom Okay, so it's it, it, just just multiply that guy's by 25, 30 minutes. And it's a setup for him to use the mom voice. Yeah, completely. Oh. And, I, I, and again, guys, again, I wanted to get rid of that as much as I could, but only a little. Uh, the, I know I said, guys, number 18, I know I said no more wilding and no more scat, but I didn't count on this shit. And let me tell you this. You have nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, 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 You'd never get over it. Uh. <laughs> Are you ready to renew your subscriptions, guys, or what? Like, just tell me. Just let me Pass. know. Yeah, exactly. Pass. The next one, 19, Ronnie gets on the phone, and I, I didn't even clip. I didn't want to clip most of it because, again, it was all just – he does eventually wish Ronnie <laughs> well and glad he's happy, blah, blah, blah. But then he still had to insert some, don't forget who gave you this, Ronnie. You know what it is? If I go back three steps, it had nothing to do with you. It's five steps that gets me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I met, I met other guys at Sirius, and I'm not really good friends with them. Yeah, but You don't not. make friends with everybody you meet, Ronnie. I understood, Robin. That's what I'm trying to say. My point is. We just hit it off. That's all. Kurt Busch isn't hanging out with Ronnie, the regular limo driver from Queens. You know, you. Okay, here we go, guys. You were he on would the never show. Get a limo driver from Queens now anymore, either. No, really, but you met. You became safe to him because you're kind of a celebrity on the show. You understand that, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, come on. I'm going to actually see him this weekend because they had the races here. It'll be another party weekend. I wanted to ask you: Could you hear the relaxation in Ronnie's voice being there and not having to be at the fucking show anymore? Right. Just as he says, like, I'm about to tell you, he kind of has that more balls in his voice mm -hmm. than possibly in the past where he was pressured and stuck in that Eastern um, 
Northeastern, you know, got to keep moving fast, talking fast. Like he's slowed down a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see Ronnie finally relaxing in retirement with um, a new attitude, hopefully. Yep, exactly. Number 20, Beefus almost escapes the clutches of King Shithead. Howard, have you been back in this city? Uh, Yeah, once or twice for like doctor appointments. Beth had to go to the city today, so I didn't like that. I don't like when she leaves me. I need I need supervision. People is she there for an overnight or is she coming back? No, no, she's coming back. She had an appointment. I see. Um, you know, routine uh, stuff. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Nothing. But, yeah. yeah. No emergency. Very upsetting. Situation. I don't like when she leaves. At least supervision like kids in a bouncy house. Go ahead. What kind of fucking supervision does this guy need at 68? Yeah. Seriously. Slavery. Exactly. Oh, no, what did you know? You, you know damn well what it is because we only have one clip left. It's damn well that he didn't. The longer she goes out, the more he thinks she's up to something. Like she's seeing somebody, and right. the, if if she does go out, the driver is going to report back to him anyway. So if she's going to have to like change twenty cars, go fuck some fucking massage guy, and then come back with the same driver, like pick me up at this time. Well, I also have thoughts based on uh, Dame Bethman. That yeah. she goes to the veterinarian's office office, and um, has either a vet tech or a vet there that maybe she's hooking up with in some kind of lesbian thing. So, yeah, it, he might be – he doesn't want her out – he doesn't want supervision for him. He wants yes. it for her. Absolutely. Yeah. Projection it, alert. Right. Well, we don't know if she's fucking around on him. We only know that she said she cheated on every guy she ever dated before Howard. So take it as you as you wish, guys. The last one's called <laughs> The Hunchback of Notre Lame. Her being oh there God. all the time. Oh, my God. We were in bed last night holding hands and talking about how we're so happy we found each other. How many times does that happen <laughs> after 20 years together? That's well, good. I hope it happens to people. They're yeah. staying together anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't happen to people. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. But I'm very, very happy with my marriage. <laughs> Everybody says that. Go ahead. All right. So I've sent you a clip, which we'll play in the future, yeah. of him trying to make amends to her for not doing New Year's Eve calls. Yeah. And he talks about doing the thing he hates the most, which is making beds. Beds, plural. Plural. Not bed, which would make sense if you were sleeping with your wife, but it's beds. So we had to make his bed and her bed. Which would would make sense if they had kids making beds. Oh, yeah. That would make sense, too. um, (laughs) Well, we know he's not making Consuela's bed or Jose's bed. So how many beds does he have to make and why? Yes, if you're sleep if you're sleeping in the same room, which again we don't know, guys. Uh, we need we need ears from inside Castle Gayskull. Yeah. Well, good. To be honest. Yeah, I like marriage. So. <laughs> he says, I like, <laughs> "I like chocolate. <laughs> I like marriage. <laughs> I like music. I like pussy." Well, it would be terrible <laughs> if you hated it and you were still there. Yeah, I'm trying to remove any obstacles to our happiness, like. Yesterday, I needed some help with something, and Beth was getting irritated. So I'm like, hmm, I'll hire someone to do that. Yeah, stop that. Stop yeah. making things yeah. irritating. One <laughs> obstacle is homosexuality. Yeah, go ahead. 
You took it right out of my mouth. Keep going. <laughs> this is only a few seconds. Yeah, right. Like I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just hire someone. <laughs> tutor. <laughs> okay, King guys. King of all tutors. Guys, we are finished this particular breakdown. No title yet, as yet undetermined, but I'll come up with a Photoshop. Uh, any shout outs, my dear, before we uh, wrap this one up? Thank you to all the great people who cover for me when Kayla is not available in the live thread. Kayla, God bless you and your family. Hope all is well. And um, just thanks for being such a cool group of people at Quite Frankly. We appreciate you. We love you. Patreon, you're awesome. Keep it up, guys. And we'll do our best. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you, guys. Good. We love you. Take care. Stay safe. Stay warm. Uh, summer's, summer will be here before you know it. We love you. Take care. People are coming to the house. My wife is upstairs crying. I think you should tell your godfather what everybody else seems to know. <laughs> I, I want all inquiries made. <laughs> I want no accidents. I want you to call all the heads of the five oh, families. No. <laughs> 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 <laughs>